if, oh, if anything, it's been a better advert for AT than it was for Eresty. Mustache! If I had red and blue swords there, I would be quite strong. Every time there's a Titan. So mm. good. That's cool. But the interesting thing is, when the bolts are round That's here, cool. they don't, you don't get the explosive impact, do you? No, it's not like an AP. I'm sure the lecture's stuck with this in the first one. Do so you notice new stuff every time? Get fucked! Fucking insane, that bit is. Land strike on the side. It's so good. I think, I think the thing, the thing for me that I like, the, the best clip is when the fight is zero gravity. Hello and welcome to episode 26 of Phosphex Party! We've got a whole uh, range of wonderful shenanigans for you this evening, including our classic stuff, our hobby progress. We've got news about Heresy 2.0, Two Heresy, Two Furious. <laughs> we'll, be talking, we'll be talking about some of the latest releases and also having a bit of a deep dive into that video from the release as well. So anyway, let's crack on everybody. Phosphex party. So, how are we all doing then, you massive bellends? I'm fucking amazing. Thank Excellent. You. I'm just a bit like confused at what part of the year we're in at the moment. May. No, it's no. March. <laughs> no, it's March. It's March. It's, it's, it's the last April, day of March. March. Yeah. April Fool's, what we're going to do. Release this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that Nick, Nicky No Nuts. Fuck him. In fact, he's such fuck a cheeky bitch. Well, if we do release it on that day, they're going to be listing out for what the, the joke is. Well, maybe. The joke is there's not a joke. <laughs> the joke is there's no more content. Oh, Bye. Fast Sex Party has been a four year gag. <laughs> we know nothing about I this still, game. I still can't believe we've been going so long and we've not taken it seriously at all. And all the podcasts that took it seriously have fell by the wayside. All of them. Like um, Remembrances Retreat are still going, and they're yeah. really good. Although they're more like us; they're just a bunch of guys that get together and fuck about. Yeah. Who were the Australian guys what were funny as fuck? Aya Horace is they're like still going. They're, they're big. Yeah. They're pretty big. Aya Horace, I think. Shit can. <laughs> no, that's, the, that's that's Jason Statham. Yeah. But no, I Horace, I think they might be the longest running now RFI in the bin. Mm. Yeah, because I know they went Battletech and then went down Pan, didn't they? Or something yeah, like yeah, and I think GW might have. I think they're basically because they didn't release the FAQ that they were expecting, they decided that they, they were done with Game Workshop. I don't get a lot of time to listen, so I listen to music rather than podcasts. Even though which I do is fair, pod, yeah. Which, even though I do we a ought to do like a big shout out for all the other podcasts out there, actually. There's new ones, as well. I'll tell you what, for next time we get together, you guys send me links or give me recommendations to listen to and I'll listen to a couple of episodes I'm listening to the I was listening to work the other day I was into it I think it's Narrative Wargamer or something like that mm. it's like a 40k one and they're yeah, alright they're good I like them they're quite funny but they're more my play style as in they're not you know wacky bastards and I mean I think you'll really like Merchant Princelings for the yeah. fact that like one of them is very whack and the other two just rip into him all the time <laughs> I've I, I, I just caught up on um their entire 
back catalogue mm. up until the latest episode and I've really enjoyed listening to them. Like okay. some of the episodes have got issues with sound, much like we did. Yeah. And but the just they're, it's like they're a bit like us. They're just three lads that have a good laugh with each other. I've chucked it into my ears on a Sunday when I'm working. Though, yeah, so. definitely recommend. It's good shit. Okay, yeah. cool. Anyway, we've got our own fucking podcast. Anybody, anybody wow. else's? I've got to say, I am looking forward to Horace Heresy three. Tokyo Drift. Oh yeah. <laughs> what, what was it? Colchisian Drift. Colchisian Drift. You know what? Chagorian, shouldn't it? Tokyo Drift. Oh good, yes. Is it? How do you pronounce it? Chagorian. Chagorian Drift. Yeah, Colchisian's fucking word bearers. Yeah. Why are you drifting? Drifting into the eye of Horus, eye of terror. I'm drifting into legitimacy, mate. You're not. You're not. Too legit. Too. I can't think of anything. Too legit to stay loyal. There you go. Bunch of bitches. <laughs> it was like earlier when Ab was suddenly like, "Why? Why did the world world uh, bearers change their armor color?" And I was like, "Monarchia, right?" And you were like, "Nah, blood of the martyrs after the Eye of Terror." Look, and I was like, "Oh yeah." But no, here's the thing, right? When we when we get round to finally doing the only uh, law episode that counts on the word bearers, we're swapping seats, sunshine. <laughs> oh, I'm down. I'm down for that. You can sit here and get pissed, and I'll sit. I'll sit over there and, and do well, the telling. We'll just get pissed for as well. Yeah, I mean, there's that. I've got to say, Ant, I was saying to the guys before you arrived, I've started reading back through the Salamanders stuff ready for the Salamanders episode. Yeah. And there's a part in their lore called the Tempest Galleries that's just going to blow your mind. The Tempest? Tempest Galleries. Tempest Galleries. need some rum for that, mate. Yeah, you know what? I might bring an entire fucking bottle this time. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so, can I just, just as an aside, because the certain thing, something happened at club last night, and I was like, what the shit's going on here, <laughs> right? Dude wanders up to Ant and just gives him a whole fucking bottle of uh, Captain Morgan's uh, rum. And Ant goes, all right, it just puts it under the table. What the fuck? Where's my rum? I uh, see a lot of people owe me a lot of favours. It's just like, where's the rum gone? <laughs> it's in the back of the car. Actually. Why is the rum gone? Still in the back of the car, but yeah. Why is there no rum? I was tempted to break it last night, and I was like, nah. You did have some coke with you. I don't have a bottle for yeah, but I was like, nah. nah. Were you driving? Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was. So I'm a strict, like, no no drink at all. No, it's a smart move. No, smart move. Not at all. But anyway. Um, so, should we talk yes. Should we talk hobby progress? Yeah. Who wants to go? I think you need to go, and you Ooh, need to go. Oh, shit, son. Yeah, because I, I think there's, there's a bit of a oh. role reversal. Well, maybe. I don't know about that, but... You definitely need to go first. So, last episode I'd built the Assassin. Yes, and was yes. like, I was feeling it again. Since then, I've built um, 15 Marauders and three Destroyers. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to dig out the other Destroyers that I built previously upstairs, but I realised that um, my original loadout for the Destroyers was missile launchers, which obviously I've changed to Toxiferian Flamers for the ZM event. So I had to build two with flamers. I basically got my bo- bits box out and was like, I know I've got some of the, you know, the ultramarine torsos that are like yeah, the, yeah. kind of look like the, the sculpted yeah, um, the, the, musculature, the body Yeah, work. that's it. I found two of those and was like, yeah, they'll work on my destroyers. Um, but yeah, basically like the destroyers are mostly bionic arms and legs and bits and pieces. and. Um, have you built the dudes with fl- toxiferin flamers? I have done, yeah. Oh, okay, not really. I used the, the Heresy Era plastic flamers. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, I've got some guard plastic flamers that I got out of Steph's bits box when, for when I want to build some pariahs, though. I have got... Um, so the latest releases on some of the Patreon stuff we've got is um, Iron Warriors, and they've actually got toxiferin flamers. You know that um, Xenos Deathlock I designed for you? Oh, yeah. It, they look a bit like that. 
Ooh, um, I'll send you some photos, and you can yeah. have a look. And we'll have have a word with Uncle Ollie, the Ollie side. I have to tickle him. I need to tickle him for my Calibonite flambard as well. Come on. Those destroy those borders look wicked though. Yeah, yeah I could quickly bash them out as well. I was saying I posted them on Instagram, and so far it's like been my best performing Instagram post. Which it's small numbers compared to some people, but considering like, you normally post photos of your scrotum, that's not surprising. <laughs> yeah, dick pits and cat girls. Like, I keep getting banned. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, a couple of people have messaged me asking for your hookup for digital work. Someone messaged me was like, "Oh, can you get?" Um, some of them backpacks printed for me and I was just like it's an STL man just find it in the wild and find someone that has a printer um, but yeah I, I enjoyed building them because I've been building them slowly and then working on the, the fluff for them in the background as well and I've come up with this weird Lovecraftian death cult for them so yeah you explained that earlier it sounds wicked yeah, it's been, I've actually really enjoyed Building them, I painted the base. I painted ten um, you did. bases. For you were them all well. about the base. They look amazing. I got my sponge on, and uh, was chatting to Steph in one of our other chats, and he was like, "Oh, yeah, I really like how you've weathered the hazard markings." And I was like, "Oh, I just laid the black down, silver dry brush, and then sponge over the top." And he was like, "Sponged it?" I was like, "Yeah, I had to get a Tamiya. I've got like a, a roll of the Tamiya, like really thin masking tape. I was yeah. like, I've got to use it. It was so fucking expensive." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I just well, no, no. What threw him was the fact that it was your method. So you went black, then you sponged metal over dry that, brush, dry, dry brush, brush metal. metal, and then you sponged the yellow on top of that. Yep. He thought you'd gone painted yellow and then sponged metal on top of it. No, because the way when you sponge it, because it leaves like the the mm. texture, you yeah. can see the black and the silver underneath it. Mm. So it gives it like it looks like it's properly gives it a bit of depth to it. Worn, yeah, yeah, um, yeah really nice. And I'm going to still magic man. <laughs> so I've got. 10 more bases well 15 more bases to make finish my destroyers and then I've got my characters to build and some terminators fucking awesome when I finally drop them off yeah. and I realised there's what 4 months till the event yeah. so I'm still on track it'd be re- um, yeah. if, when you get to that point if you want to I can bring my compressor around and my airbrush if you want to have a go with that I was thinking that we might because I need to get the base colour laid down which is over here it's like a really dark green JD colour or do Hobby Weekend. Yeah, we definitely need to do that. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah I definitely need to do that. I could build um, a table in a week or a weekend or something, couldn't I? Well, well we've, yeah. we've got all the train to paint, haven't we? Yeah, we have actually. Oh, the Thalassia train, baby. I'm definitely for that because, um, yeah, I need to crack on with mine. Yeah. Oh, I updated my pledge as well. So at the beginning of the year, I started a like miniatures bought, painted and built, similar to what you used to do, Ant, with the yeah, pledge. Yeah, I've not done mine for a while, but yeah. Um, so I've bought, I think it's six miniatures so far this year. Okay. Built 17. That's all right. So I'm ahead, I'm ahead. But my pile of shame is, is huge. Anvil's uh, Jack, actually. You're a special bitch. Um, Mine's Everest-sized. Oh, yeah. I was chatting to Anvil's Jack a couple of months ago, and he what he's doing this, trying not to buy whole brand new models, so he works through his pile of shame. Yeah. Uh, which is quite interesting. And I, I was like, I could do that, because I've, I've got almost all of my Black Shields anyway. Um... Had to well, apart from the new Malagas which I bought, and a couple of bits from Egghead for it, so I kind of didn't want to buy any extra bits. Mm. So yeah, I'm enjoying with Black Shields at the minute. I'm going to have a little round of applause for that. Yay! It's good to see you after what X amount of years of me bugging the fucking <laughs> shit out of you <laughs> to do something, actually doing something because. 
you are not doing under duress. You're doing it because you yeah. you, you kind of you got the mojo it. back, and that's key. And do, you, do you want the key. stats though? Because we've we're doing the podcast for four years. Go on. I've lived in Leicester again for three years. I haven't three I haven't years? painted since. I moved back. Yeah, so those bases are the first things I've painted in like three years. It doesn't matter though, does it? No, no. It was, it was it was the first thing you painted that you've been happy with because you did paint oh, yeah, it. Oh, yeah, where my hands were bad, yeah. Yeah. Well, but yeah. the thing is, that's good. That's good. Mm. So so ultimately, you've got it. So how many models have you got to paint for this event thing? Uh, 15, 25, 30, 33 models. So you realistically looking at, you're going to try and do them in like, like, like say 10 a month or you can do them all in one fucking go like a hardcore event. I want to do the destroyers all at once obviously they're black Yeah. the marauders will get done all at once probably yeah. do the terminators as a block and then put some extra time into my assassins and my characters um, the terminators I'm going to do so you know the night haunts from AOS yes. I've got some blue stuff so I'm going to mould some of the cloak work oh, okay. and I'm going to hang it off their pauldrons and stuff like they've covered up their legion markings and things like that yeah um and they'll be painted slightly differently to the Marauders. Because basically, like, in the weird lore that I've written for them, there's the Brotherhoods that sit inside the Reavers. Yeah. Um, and, like, the Destroyers are their own Brotherhood, and they have their own kind of rituals and beliefs that okay. are different to the Marauders and that are different to the Terminators. So they, um, the Terminators, I've called them the Athanatoi. Like, the, the, um, I think it means, like, the Immortals... Um, I'm nodding for the benefit of the listener. <laughs> uh, and when they go into the waters and they come out, they've got new names and things uh, like that. So they've, okay. they've kind of given themselves because they all are originally a mix of Iron Hands, Death Guard, and Imperial Fists. And then they go into the waters and they come out and they're just Reavers. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I, what I like about your Marauders is the. Uh, what's the word? I want to say uh, ragtag yeah. elements of the armor, like because realistically, like we're all guilty. A lot of people are guilty of it. Like you, you, you have a squad of Mark Three, you have a squad of Mark Four, but realistically, like especially with like the Black Shields, is that they're a mix of whatever they can get hold of, or you know, especially during the Heresy or late Heresy, it's like bits of this, bits of that. Whatever you get your hands on. In fact, I saw someone do a Black Shields post of Black Shields recently, where he's what he's done is. He's got like the main torso or something, like, and legs as like the colour of what they're meant to be. But then he's got like a forearm in Blood Angels yeah, red, and like the lower leg piece in like Sons of Horse green because they've just pinched it off from Dead Marine to, yeah. to replace their damaged parts. And I thought yeah, that was quite cool. But back in the day, in thirty k, not thirty k, forty k, you had thirteenth company from the Space Wolves. They had mixed armour. Mm. Yeah, because they just they went hunting Chaos Marines, didn't yeah, they? they? It was they, 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 someone used to wear well, Berserker bits. Forty k Space Marines. Yeah, they're supposed oh. to made up of because they are uh, like the Marines' armour is handed down throughout the uh, the, the, the centuries. That they're, they're made up of um, different armour marks. Hmm. So you'll have Mark Six in there, Mark Seven. Yeah. You know, there was always the odd controversial Mark, Mark Seven. Oh. Well, no, obviously that's what we can't talk about. Six. Mark, a, Mark well, Six is the current controversy. <laughs> but the, Mark Seven's the beakies. Mark Seven's like the forty k classic um, space marine with a face grill and all that. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so that that what I've liked about Ross's Marauders is that kind of yeah that element of ragtag effect, which really kind of works with the uh, the black shields really well, but also has a bit of a nod to classic 40k stuff as well and and for me this is where I 
doff my hat to you, sir, because I have not got the time or the patience to convert like you've com you're converting. Because for me, it's like bag, shake, paint. <laughs> because that's we're about to walk, move on to my hobby, aren't we? <laughs> like the part part of the process I did, I got some um, shoulder pads from Master Crafted, mm. and it's like the damaged ones. Mm -hmm. So the ones that have got shoulder pads like that I've tried to add damage to the torsos and the legs and mm. arms and stuff that matches where the damage is so the like the Mark 3's that I've got in there mostly have like the, the bullet damage across their fronts and the torsos and like like the, the leading shoulder so you know how the marines carry their yeah. weapons and then there's just a, a mix of Mark 4 and Mark 5 in there the Mark 5 is so nice I love like the bonding studs and the helmets for the Mark 5 are great and then obviously them backpacks that you did for me. Mm. Um, I think it's the mixing backpack marks and using the, the Chaos style backpacks that you did for me mm. um, really makes them look like... So like they don't, character. Yeah, they Let's look like... Let's give them like, a load um, of character. They, like, they genuinely look like um, Black Shields as opposed yeah. to just being submarines. Um, it helps that they've all got chain axes. Yeah. So. No, they just, they, they've got a load of character. You've used... Like, like unconventional armor marks, like the Mark Five. You know, you don't see a lot of that about, mainly because it's the pain they ask to get hold of stuff like that because of the cost. Um, but you've used a few of them and then mixed. You're not gone. You're not gone. Oh, I need a, a squad of fifty Mark Five Marines. You've gone. I need three or four. And then I've got three or four Mark Threes, three or four Mark Fours. Swapped out helmets around. You swapped see. shoulder pads around. Difficulties, and then you've got the uh, what they call I can't remember what they call the um, um, in the, the law the anvilis pattern anvilis pattern shoulder uh, backpacks and you see for me this this potentially I might convert uh, a leader zoomed up. You've done a leader did a character for the campaign, didn't you? Oh, you the, the, um, the Death Watch dude holding mm. the double headed check. Now I might do another one. Didn't you feeling your conversion? I know, I know. Getting those juices going. The thing is, so now now. Obviously, we've got 3D printed, etc., etc. So it's a lot easier to sit there and go, well, for me anyway, because I'm, I'm quite blessed from that perspective, I can sit there and go, well, this is what I want to do. I've got the, you know, yegi.com or whatever it is at my fingertips. I want a particular type of torso, I want a particular type of head, I want a particular type of thing. Do a spend, so spend three weeks fucking pondering about mm -hmm. it, press the printer bank, go, <laughs> then, you know, then I can tick it off the, the um, hobby bingo. To like build and paint a HQ in some 48 hours. Yes. Even I could print build and paint 48 hours. Yes. <laughs> the next extreme level. <laughs> this is it. I mean, you're laughing, but for us, it's like, well, that's pretty standard for you, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not even an achievement. No. <laughs> if you do it within 24 hours, it'll be like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Do you remember when I painted that bloodthirster in 18 hours? Yeah, that was the uh, competition on yeah, it. Was. Was it the scars page? Or yeah, it was the less of all scars. Yeah, yeah. Me and you used to dominate that. <laughs> He's honestly, it was like it was like um, shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah, it was like bullying primary school. <laughs> well, it was it was funny because it's like it was a monthly competition. I think we talked about this before. Probably. Yeah, it was a monthly competition, and I used to do. I used to, that's when I used to paint a lot because I used to work nights and I used to have loads of time during the day. Um, so I used to come in, you know, swinging my dick with <laughs> half an army. Dan had pretty much, you know, picked up the, the word of the Anton by that point and was doing a similar kind of stuff. And it was just, it was just glorious. Yeah, I think my best achievement was I painted 100 goblins in a month. 
<laughs> what you did. Yes. Yeah. Hundred goblins from scratch. Jesus, that's. That was 60 with bows and 40 with uh, uh, no 60 with spears and 40 with bows yeah, I don't miss batch painting that kind of shit anymore I don't mind actually the goblins were alright yeah I'm dead easy anyway anyway Spindler tell yes, us all about now, your hobby I've finally finished putting together the veterans for the uh, uh, Zomotalis event yes. when I say putting together the uh, in what I call Dan fashion on Cocktail Cocktail sticks. Sticks. Yeah. And that, that the reason why I've done that is on purpose. Uh, I might have explained it before, but whereas Ross has gone ahead and just built stuff and got it ready, yeah. I'm. Oh no, mine's all blue tacked. Oh, you blue tacked it all up? Yeah. yeah. I've done mine in sub assemblies to prevent me from just finish building them, putting them in a case, practice games with them, and then do nothing with them. Okay. And then never get them done because I'm terrible for that. I'll build models, play with them, and then. That will just stay in a case and never get touched. So, so the idea of keeping them sub assembly is that it's giving me a little bit of drive to try and keep on going. Do you want to just unwrap it? Hang yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to cut in because Ant has a lollipop that he's really like. He's not got one lollipop. He has multiple lollipops. And he's been so he's been trying to be very discreet about unwrapping it. He was the things as well because I was like, that's going to make less noise if he does it fast. But I can't. I don't want to be like. Because that's rude. <laughs> that's what I thought. Just because he's like. The thing is, well, like, because I spent a lot of time working in the theatre, you develop the ability to talk to other theatre staff without saying Talking. anything. And a lot of the time, it's just really rudimentary hand signals. Mm. So when Ant was like, I'm just like, <laughs> but that looks really rude. <laughs> like, that, I'm like, that. Knife <laughs> yeah. no, uh, point. Get on with it. That's stop. That's go. <laughs> that's halt. But yeah, so I, f I finally managed to get like the last couple of bits. I think the only thing I'm missing now is a um, like a, a white scar style power weapon for the a white. Tool oh no! Actually, no, I changed that. So what I was originally going to go with was like a white scar style, like, is it a Deo like Dao, sorry, blade. curved blade thing. But the only one I could find that I was happy with was from an old, the old 40k upgrade bike kit or something like that, and they're few and far between and. Alan said he got one and has never looked for it, so I was like, well, well, he's thrown it in the but bin. What I, I was looking, I can't remember what <laughs> what I was doing. I was I was chatting with someone and I suddenly twigged that uh, because I bought um, an Alpha Legion Praetor in Power Armor for uh, a librarian conversion down the line. Yeah, but I don't need his arms because I'm going to be doing like outstretched arms and different stuff. But he's got like a, a pair of arms that are drawing a sword. Oh. So what I've done is use those arms, and it's a it's kind of got that Dao sort of style to it. Mm. So he's because I wanted the white skull to be running. Yeah. As, and now it looks like he's charging forwards, drawing a sword as he's about to strike. That's, Trip. That's Pale. bad tactical etiquette. It might well be, but he's a space marine, so... <laughs> <laughs> he has no care of the world. Running you, the shared, um, you shared the picture into the hobby chat that we have with Steph and Will, and anyone that is a weeb will understand this. I oh, just yeah. posted the word... Bunkai. Bunkai. <laughs> <laughs> he, just like, he just looks like he's about to whip his sword out and do some full. I mean, for that, I should shit. paint the sword black or something you like should, that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I've, I've, now when I've got all that bit done... It, that was kind of like a bit of a right I don't need to worry about getting the parts for him so now I can crack on with all the bits and pieces so they're all prepped the veterans are all prepped so that's all ten veterans that Your are in the army nearly done as well, isn't it? not nearly I'm still struggling with that arm bit but I need to get on with that but I'm pretty much there with prepping all the parts I just need to put on uh, get that arm figured out and I've already made a start on the terminators so 
I've got all the parts for them ready to go. I just need to start putting them together. But now I've got the I got a, an Anvil's delivery because mm. uh, I can't remember I can't remember the name of the chap on uh, Instagram. But I was looking because I'm using Indominus pattern, which is the forty k style. Yeah. Uh, even because it it is it's what's standard Terminator armor in Heresy, but it's crap. It's just it's not got the best rules at all. Really? So the forty k Terminator is standard pattern in Heresy compared to cause in terms practice. of its rules. So when so if you think about um, Tartarus is is effectively Terminator armor that is all power armor because you can run in Overwatch yeah, yeah. and all the rest of it. Cataphracty armor is super heavy. Yeah. Indomitus is in the middle, but he hasn't got any of the cool shit of either of the two. Yeah, it's like it's like the worst of the both of them. I don't think I've ever seen. Can you actually take squads? Gorgons have it. So well, well, no, Gorgons have Gorgon. Gorgons have Gorgon pattern Terminator. Yeah, which is a very which so is where it developed from. I think. When when Heresy originally came out, Terminator armor was just Terminator. It was they didn't, they didn't have term it as Indomitus, and then Cataphracty was its own thing, mm. and then Tartarus came out later. Mm. But when Tartarus came out, they kind of stopped referencing. Terminator armor. Right. Okay. So, it's a weird thing, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's because it was plastic, mm-hmm. and all of the Heresy range was resin. And we'll discuss this in a bit when we talk about Heresy Two. But if they're if they're moving everything to plastic, which yes. they've said they're going to do, I would very much like the rulebook to have Indomitus as an option. Because that look, because that look really See, good in World Eats colours. What I've look? suggested in the past is uh, as a change that they could have done to make Indomitus different. Mm. Is so you've got as Dan says you've got cataphracti that is heavy, yeah, yeah, yeah. T- could take the hits but is slow. Mm. You've got the Tartarus which is not quite so strong but it's fast. Yeah, Indominus doesn't really fit into either of those categories. But if you included the rule where if you have Indominus pattern Terminator, you can deep strike oh. as per 40k Terminators do because mm. that was something that was is not really been a feature of of Heresy Terminators. Mm. It was always. You 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 know, you've got special rules that allow you to do it, or we've got to take a character that unlocks yeah, it. But if you're making Don's armor an option that it's still got like five preventable save, mm. you know you can sweep, you know not sweep in advance, but they can deep strike as standard. Then that could be a feature that they'd include. But anyway, regardless, I'm I've used them because the way I look at it is like a it was a it's not it's it was I don't know if it was the most. Modern. It was the easiest to it was, make. Yeah, easiest to make, but so as a result, it became more. Uh, it became more pre- prevalent, 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 prevalent. Thank you. During like the siege period, mm. because they were just wanting to throw yeah, stuff I out there. I suppose it's the classic. You know, Russians in World War Two. You make a tank. You don't even bother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but as a result, out. I made a decision that to vary the army. So, as I've said before, it's eighteen Space Marines, one from each legion. But I wanted. I didn't want it to be just eighteen power armored dudes. So I threw in some turret. It was like, well, if this imaginary scenario came about where the, all the errants go to fight something, mm. they probably would have access to anything they needed, which would be, you know. So I thought I'll put some in Terminator armor. You you say all the errants? There were loads of errants. There were, but you know, for the, the the version of the army I'm making, and then I put one in a dreadnought because uh, you know why wouldn't you have potentially one wounded? This is going you to dreadnought. You took a perfectly good marine. And just when you're a dreadnought now. Yeah, basically. Motherfucker. Um, so, uh, but the the thing about the the forty k Terminator armor, mm. it's got Crooks Terminator all over it, which really? is something that's not featured in, at that point in the story. That comes no. later. So I've had to shave all those all that iconography off, um, and then 
what I've done, and like I said, there's a chap on Instagram that's done this, uh, is added like knee pads to all the Terminators. It mm. makes them look like they are uh, a bit like a bit like the Gorgon sort of Terminators. Mm. They've got a bit of detailing to them, and they're basically shoulder pads from Anvil for militia, okay. and they fit on there. So I need to sort all those out. I've got shoot. I've got a couple of storm shields in there. I've got an uh, Ilias assault cannon in there. I've got a lightning claw. I've got the sergeant of that squad is going to be a dark angel. So I've got like the a robe to kind of uh, give that kind of look to him. He's going to have like a sort uh, like a Calibre type sword. Um, yeah. So I've just got we've got to focus on those. Then I picked up the the plastic Calibre assassin. I had found an old metal one. Mm. But it's so small, and after seeing Ross's Eversaw, like made out of the new plastic, I was like, it would be nice to have the new plastic version. So I picked that up. Um, although I don't like the pose, I'm going to see if I can try and change the pose to be a bit different. Um, but it, I have to get in the model. It's very, very fiddly. It's got very, very small um, arms and legs. Yeah. So it's, that it's could a, be interesting. It's um, very spindly. Yeah. So I've got that to do. I've got that to do, and then I've got the um, I've got the carrots to do. One of which is my representation, my imagination. It's Garrow in Terminator armor, okay. and I'm using the um, Huron model. Oh yeah. You know the before, not Blackheart, yeah, uh, the, yeah. the 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 Astral Claws model that Forge World did. I've had yeah. one of those sitting around for years. I've never had a reason to use. Oh, with the uh, lightning claw inside. It's got a lightning claw and a flamer thing, but mm. I'm obviously using different different arms, and I've got a, like a bold head because it's Garrow mm. uh, to go in there, and then I've got Tylos Rubio to convert up because I don't like the Tylos Rubio model. I don't think he's alright actually. Not a fan, really not a fan. I think he's got a really weird pose. There, it, it's like his arms will look really awkward and all sorts. So mm. I've gone for I'm using the base of that as a um, one of the. Dark Angel companions. Okay. Yeah, the guys with the big heads yeah, that we yeah. established in the lore episode. Enormous twat tats. Yeah, so I'm using one of those because he's got a decent pose, and I reckon I can make. You know, it looks like a bit of a fancy version of Mark Six in my head. So uh, I've got that today. I'm going to put like a grey knight, unhelmeted head in there because he's a psycho. Mm. Give it a, a, a psychic hood and all that sort of stuff. So. Cool. But yeah, I've, I've got. I've been having a bit of a problem. The other thing I did the other day was um, try painting the um, my aeronautical planes. Ooh. Had a go at trying to do that and it failed miserably. So I'm going to need to reapproach that. So it's fine. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just it's, it was an experiment no risk, to see if it worked. No, risk. no it it's was fine. an experiment to see if it worked. And what I've done is learn that I need to learn how to do pre shading better. So just fucking blast it with an ink. That's what I did, but I didn't apply it in the right way. He wasn't riding the lightning, so. Well, it's actually a, 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 the one I told you about on Facebook that I'd seen. I've asked him how he did it, and he showed me pictures of the pre-shade, and he basically says you actually you reduce the psi to less, you do thin it, and then you um you, you apply, I needed to apply it in kind of spots across the plane, whereas I've done it from a pure direction, uh, like a zenithal. Was an ethereal look. Can't ever pronounce. It's not a real word anyway. Yeah. So a directional mm. from the front, but I've gone literally caught the edges. Yeah. So the top of it is mostly black, and then I've gone with a, a contrast paint yeah, on the you top. Yeah, need about it's about forty-five. And I need to cover more of it to be to yeah. be white over the top, uh, so that the contrast goes across and it basically looks like a very very deep dark red when it's meant to be blood angels. It, um, okay, so if it's blood angels, just whack some red on it. Ink it, dry brush the fuck out of it, and then sponge weathering on it. This was the whole point of this was to experiment in a certain technique. It's just 
bang it out, man. <laughs> That's what I tried so to do. The, the, the other work, so. thing I would suggest as well is um, don't use, or if you're going to, don't use black as the base colour. So you'd use something like dark brown. So I'd use, for dark angels, I'd use um, a colour called like burnt umber. No, blood angels. Yeah. Blood angels. But, yeah, for blood angels, you, so the base coat, so undercoat it I've black. black. I've undercoated it black. Yeah. Yeah. Paint the whole thing like burnt umber, like dark brown. I've got a, I've got something called black red. Yeah, that do. Or well, I mean, it might have burnt umber. I can't remember if I've got any of that. But it, does, it, doesn't, be, it doesn't yeah. really matter. The main a, point a dark is brown. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't want a black necessarily. Yeah. Um, and I, I'd be, if if you do the highlight with, if you want to do the xenophore highlight with white, I'd actually um, go over it with um, a yellow as well. So you've got like dark brown. The yellow and, and the then red the goes for it, and what you'll get is that kind of like toasty red that you have for Blood Angels. Okay. The thing about it, that's a, that approach is legit, but what you've got to think about is um, I was trying to explain to Ollie how to do his because uh, he's doing my mirror, is it the old yeah, 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 yeah. Like the, so the, it goes the teal from it goes from teal to green or teal to purple or something like that. Um, and we were working out and said what you've got to do is you think about color shifts on that, you know, because you got your color wheel. You're going to paint, put a colour over the top, and he's got white and uh, I think it was white and yellow. Sprays teal over it, and it goes teal over the white. But when it hits the yellow, it goes green. Mm. Uh, what you what you want is uh, the thing about the black is the red won't go over it. It'll it'll look really muddy, which is something which is exactly what happened. Yeah. But if you give it something to key onto, like dark brown, you'll get that kind of like rusty red, and then for the yellow it becomes more orange See, red and this, the, the, the key thing for me was that it was an experiment I'd learned yeah. from it but uh, that's not how you do it I need to figure out how to do it the, better the, the so. technique's one thing you've got to nail the technique yeah. the, the, the step up from that is thinking about the colour interactions yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no that's fair enough but the idea was that I was going to try and blat them out for the uh, Nautica uh, demo night that we had last night but like I said didn't go quite, quite to plan so I was like you know what I'm not going to try and stress about it and still using it. red aircraft yeah, 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 I did in the end. Um, yeah, so yeah, I've been doing something at least hobby-wise. So uh, it's I'm, I'm making a step forward. I'm not quite uh, ahead as Ross is at the moment, uh, but I've got less to do. Yeah, I've got less models to, to focus on. So, but yeah, we've got what three, four months left. So uh, yeah. I need to. I basically want to give myself about two months <laughs> to be able to do the so painting you, part of it. Okay, this is where I put you under a bit of. Um, like this is your reality check. That's twelve weeks. Mm. But I've got a two. I've got in those twelve weeks. I think I've got four weeks holiday to uh, to have coming up. God damn! Stay up four and you'll be all right, won't you? So, uh, but yeah, that's why I want to have a hobby day to kind of. Uh, but I want to get ideally. I wanted to get all the infantry at least to a stage where I can then do all the base coat in one go, like one yeah. airbrush session, so it's all consistent. Yeah. Uh, which is when I'm probably do it on a hobby day. Mm. Uh, so I, I'm. Not, I'm a little bit behind where I'd like to be, but I don't. But the whole point of me giving myself six months to do this because I know what I'm like. Yeah. And as soon as I knew that I was going to be back in the office, that everything would slow right down. Yeah, of course it will. Absolutely. But um, yeah, yeah getting there, getting there. Sports so, Um I've mainly been sitting exams, so uh, I've done literally fuck all. I've painted five skeletons. Long story. Five skeletons for a. a um, so um, I've had an idea for years and years and years to do um, a club gaming set for a Terror of the Lichmaster. Oh. And I got some Oathmark skeletons for bargain price. You get a lot in the box, like 30 in the box. Mm -hmm. uh, and I tried out a scheme on five of them and they look mint. 
so that okay. might be the skeleton side. But other than that, uh, I've screwed in one um, bike spoke uh, nipple giggity, into a jet bike, and that's pretty much it. Fucking hell. Other than that, I've been sitting exams for work. So. When do all your exams finish? I finished them now. Put the last exam on Tuesday. That's it. Back to operation. Here we fucking go. Yeah. Although, I mean, we'll talk about this a bit more when we get to talk about Heresy 2.0. But I think what I'm going to do is probably park most of my Heresy painting for now. I've got a couple of commission pieces or a couple of pieces of commission work I need to do. Um, so I'll do those. But I think in terms of my personal project, I'll probably hold off now until... Heresy two points out, okay. two point zeros out, and do some other stuff. Okay, cool. Well, uh, what have I been doing? So I've been, I've been because obviously, I don't know for whatever reason, my mojo has been severely lacking. So I was looking on the old Instagram and not at like bouncing butt cheeks for once. <laughs> <laughs> the woman who can make the bum cheeks clap just by wiggling them. Like, yes, that's a clap them cheeks. Skill that is. It is, and it's delightful to watch. Anyway, um, now I've decided to do this hobby streak. So I've seen this hobby streak thing banded around. So I was like, right, let's do it. So I'm now on day six, I think it is. So I'm now currently going. I've done. What have I done so far? I'm kind of, it's all work in progress. So I'm doing a, a Spanish crew for uh, the Silver Bayonet and I'm doing some Tau for Tall Dave. So Those, That Tau, oh, I think we talked about this on the law one, but yeah. that colour scheme is really, like a bit like what you did with the uh, the pink and the with the yellow. It, like you're starting off with a green, aren't you, effectively? For yeah, it's like, um, I don't know, whatever fucking colour it is, it's like a, like a green, blue or something like that, some Bellagio colour. And at first I was a bit like, because obviously I've done my World Eaters, you know, to death. I know I know how to do those that white with my eyes closed now, pretty much. Um, so this was a completely different approach. And it's actually quite nice. It gives it a bit more of a, like a creamer, creamy, kind of soft white rather than a, Hard right. white, yeah. if you know what I mean. It's a I think it's one of those. I think it's why diff, white is difficult to pull off I, on miniatures because uh, naturally you want to go for a white and then yeah. sp spray white, but it's too clean. No, but this it's is too um, clinical. Mm, but this this has come out really good, and I've I've done I've kind of done the base, the mid, and the highlights, if you like, on two devil fishes, on two of those big fuck off drone things. Whatever they're called, um, and, and it's come out all right. I'm a bit kind of like at first I was like, right, let's do these four bits, see how they come out, and then I can basically just black the rest of the army because I've got battle suits and drones and all sorts of random shit, um, but no infantry, which is weird. So um, yeah, so I've done them, and they look alright. All I need to do is now just kind of fill in the detail, just kind of do all the like the brushwork, and, and they'll be done, and then it'll be onto that. But then I've got. I've been doing some more beastmen, so I've been messing around with some beasts of chaos, warhounds of chaos, um, just because I, I want to kind of get those finished off. So I've not done any 30k still. I'm still off the 30k. 30k is off the recipe at the minute, but I'm st I am painting again. So it's, it's going, the main thing. It's going all right. So the, the streak then is it basically like how far? Uh, just every day do something. Yep. yep. So so even if like so, so I'll, I'm focusing more onto the onto Dave's stuff at the minute because I need to get it done because I've had it a while I've had it a couple of months and it's, it's not really it's, it's getting there but it's, it's slowly getting there 
And now I've kind of sussed out that, you know, how I'm, how I'm going to do it, I can start basically rattling through them and still make them look decent and decal them up and all that kind of bollocks. But it's just literally just do something each day. So our day one was Saturday with Isla. She was table tennising, fucking leaping around like a fucking crazy motherfucker mm -hmm. and beating the shit out of some poor little lad. Like, because she's left-handed, people don't know how to play against left-handed people. <laughs> so she was just basically just like dropping him left, right and centre, making him run around. I found it fucking hilarious. But <laughs> there you go. So I was sitting there reading Silk Bayonet. And I'll class that as hover because I'm reading the rule book. Mm. And then next next day was printed out. Oh, crikey, you came out as hobby. Oof. I know. I'm, I'm rule super. Book. I'm rule super. Rule yeah, book. I've been reading rule books as well. Yeah, but where's the game? What? Where's the game? What do you mean? I'm gonna run the silver bayonet as a game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy yeah. gear. Yeah. Heavy gear. Stop. No one's gonna play heavy gear. You I fucking will. weeb. I will. What are you doing? I'm. Gonna, I like BattleTech. Yeah. But Battletech gets played because it's the superior game. But then, but then Heavy Gear, I'm supporting my fellow hobbyists. Heavy Gear's Battletech in here. Basically, he feels sorry for me because I'm the only person in the club who wants to play it. Exactly. Yeah, I'm just no, right. Spencer, but who wants Robo I'm just giving Spence some Anton Love. He ain't yeah. had no Anton Love for years. Fair, I'll let you I mean, Fair, honestly, I can't actually remember the last time we played against each other. Uh, fucking a while. And the thing is, if we're going to be really special, we could always do this, whatever it is, what's it called again? I don't know. It's this mech thing. Heavy gear? Heavy gear, thank you. He's <laughs> already forgotten it in the same <laughs> conversation. You know what heavy gear is a demo game at, say, one of the shows. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously to figure it out, and it might still be a shit game. You but... can sit there talking to whoever about it, or fuck off and go shopping, sort it. <laughs> I, say, I remember the last time you played that, and um, I, could, I remember because we were back at the Ukrainian club years ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, could, I, could still, I could feel the negative vibes coming from you going, this is bullshit! Yeah, that, was the, that was an older edition of the yeah, game. But... We'll give it a go, we'll give it a go, why not? But um, no, um, so yeah, so day one was reading, day two was sorting out print, and the thing I get is when I start reading a rule book and I really like it, so Silver Bayonet, I'm sorry to go off the heresy if you're not into this and I apologise, but it's off shit, you're going to have to listen to it for about three minutes. Um, <laughs> is Silver Bayonet is Napoleonic horror. Yes. So think of Hellboy with demons and monsters and all that kind of shit, but in a Napoleonic setting. And each nation has got like a, a, like a specialist demon hunting branch. So you have English, French, Spanish, Aust Austrian, I think Austrian. it is, Russian, and another one that I can't think of. Turkish? No, Ottoman? No, it's all, it's all, um, all European. It might, be, it might be Ottoman, actually, I don't know. It's all European armies. So each box set you get from um, Northstar, you can either buy a box set that's got metal models in, and each one's got like a specific role. So you have different um, kind of um, model types. So like you'll have a Champion of the Faith, you'll have a Grenadier, Riflemen and all this other kind of fucking stuff, but some nations can only have certain types of troop. So, for example, the British have sailors, um, and so does another nation. But you can have Highlanders, but only the British can have Highlanders and stuff like that. And um, so I picked. Uh, so Keith kindly gave me the Spanish box because I've got a Spanish fleet. Well, it's got a Spanish army, if you like, to go with my blood and plunder. So I can kind of. Mix them a little bit. Yeah, maybe I don't know. But anyway, but I've also got a fucking galleon as well, just to take the piss. Mm. But um, so yeah, I've been blatting those out, and because I read that book, I was like, right, I want to do a table. I want to make it. I want to do the because you have like clues. You have to go to certain not objectives, 
you go to a, a certain point, find the clue, or look for something, and something happens. So you could be like a monster, or like you know, it's like a campaign type thing. And it's played. What I've seen of it in the book, and what I've looked on YouTube, and it, it plays reasonably well. So I want to do a like a little shrine where you got a woman, this woman on a like a basically it's like a um, statue, but it's like a, a like an angel where she's kind of like sitting down and like a coat woman. But then I found some STL files of. Um, like walls that have been destroyed, so I do like a little, like a little courtyard type thing. Not very big, like you know, probably like you know, no more than like five, six inches. So it's a skirmish dog game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, like a little objective marker, plonk it on the table, make it look all pretty. I'm not going to terrain for fucking ages, so I'm quite excited to get that sorted. So yeah, I might do some terrain at some point. I really love like real world. Like historical stuff with the occult mixed oh, in. Oh, it's fucking great. <clears throat> so, I'll, I'll, and North Star did they do uh, Stargrave as well? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, same, the guy who wrote the Silver Bayonet is the same guy who did um, Stargrave and the same guy who did Crossgrave. It's the, it's I might the same dude. Unfortunately, the the period doesn't interest me at oh, all. No, I, like Black I, powder I, stuff doesn't interest me. But to be honest with you, I wasn't bothered by it at all. I was just like, yeah, whatever. Keith gave me the rule book because he's a fucking champion. And I was like, we're looking for it. I'm like, this is fucking really good. And yeah. then he turned around and goes, I've got loads of boxes, because he went a bit fucking I mental. Think, or it's, it's, it's more this it's a Kickstarter thing. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what, was the, what was the Second World War one? The K-47. No, no, no there was no, one no, we used no. to play. Secrets um, of the Third Reich. Secrets of the Third Reich. Fucking such a good game. K-47 sits along the same sort of theory. It's, yeah, it's kind weird of. war, basically. I still got my walking tank with the barbed wire around the feet. So there's like there's a couple of tabletop roleplay games. There's one uh, that's just called Weird West. Yeah. yeah. And that's like uh, Hellmouth opens in the old yeah, like um, um, cowboy. Mark, Mark and uh, Mark and Joe played that a couple of weeks ago. Oh, did they? Yeah. Did that? This is that's similar premise to Carnival. Yeah. No, but it's a tabletop roleplaying game. And one of my favourite mechanics in it is is a character called a hookster. Who essentially is like um, like a magic user, but you use a deck of cards and you use poker hands to see how good your magic is. Mm. Um, and I remember playing a World of Darkness game when I was in university, where it was set in the Second World War and we were all like clandestine, uh, like the Department of Ungentlemanly Warfare. Um, but we were sent to go and deal with the fact that the Nazis had started messing around with demons, and we captured an SS officer that was possessed. And I exercised the SS officer and was like, yeah, I got rid of the demon. And then the DM was like, um, the SS officer stands up and shoots you in the head. Because you got rid of the demon, but he's still a Nazi. And I was like, oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd used all my points to get rid of the demon and was like, yay, my like like alcoholic Catholic priest did a thing. Mm-hmm. And now he's dead. Now he's dead alcoholic priest. But you know, I'm, I'm interested in that. Because yeah. I really like Black Powder. Hmm. I think it's a brilliant setting for horror. Um... Oh, because like Pride, prejudice and zombies. Yeah, oh, I love that. It's like you've got a musket, cool, kill a werewolf, nah. Nah. <laughs> you got the thing is that the root like you've got all sorts of stuff, it's like it's it's good. It's good. I'll, I'll once I've kind of played a few games of it, I'll I'll talk more about it. But so yeah, back to hobby typey stuff. So because of that, that's kind of kind of kick started all my kind of the mojo going. So painting Dave stuff, painting this like this eight man crew and I'm kind of because we're all individuals as well, I'm are taking a bit of time but they look all right so far you know what I mean I'll get them done um, and then it'll be onto a bit of terrain and then once that's all done then it'll be 
Dave stuff slash the um, event terrain. But you know what I mean. That'll come in. That'll come into play as well. So basically, I'm I'm on, I've not completed anything, but I'm day six into hobby streak. Get it. That's a cool There's idea. A, and it's just like ten minutes here. I should start half try, an hour. I should try and do even, something. Even if it's like say, yeah. for example, you pick up a brush and go right. I want to do half an hour's worth of painting yeah. on. Or I want to do these three colours, or I want to do this one particular dude, or I want to paint all the weapons. Well, for me, it's like, oh, I stick the torsos on the Terminators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you want to get, get that want next get, stage you know, going. Yeah, you know, right, da, 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 right, okay, walk away and come back, go and do the washing up or something. Have you listened to the Rolling Dice podcast? No. You know Kurt, Curtis, who we played at the um, Heralds? Oh, that's a new one, isn't it? Sorry, I've been meaning to get onto that one, because um, uh, Dandruff Nick, eh, sorry, Nick, uh, we were talking about nicknames in the uh, the sixty nine fleet. Oh, you mean Dustbuster? Dustbuster is diff- dandruff Nick in mind. I'm not oh. gonna. I'm not gonna question that. Hey. Yeah, because if, for a period of time he cancelled on me, so I started calling him a flake. Oh, and therefore oh. Dandruff and the, yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> is the evolution of <laughs> <the> nickname. <laughs> yeah. So because we were talk- talking about nicknames in the chat earlier, right. I just called him by that. Um, uh, sorry, anyway. I'll, he recommended it. He said it was yeah, really good. It is, so I mean, it is really it's good. on the list of things. I to would do. recommend rolling the rolling dice podcast for yeah. like a general wargaming podcast. But one of the guys, one of the hosts on there, he's Archmagos something, Archmagos Primer or something on Instagram. Mm. He's like seven hundred days deep into hobby street. Yeah, but some people are like a thousand. I've never seen this before. And it only came about. There's a guy called Viv who runs a company down in New Zealand, Australia. And he does like MDF like terrain, and, and he did a lot of um, loads of like terrain stuff. And he's, he's a funny bloke. The, the days when he used to, because he's got a like a full set of armor for some whatever cosplay thing, like, and he gets pissed and runs around in his armor. And it's quite funny. Amazing. <laughs> but he used to run a hobby shop as well. But but I followed him for years, and he and he, I watched him on Facebook. But it's like like for for a week, like for five days, he did something for five days, like a streak, I and mean, then he did blog type thing like. I was like, that's a good idea. Yeah. It's, it's what I said to you before, is that actually just doing something, even if it's in like five, ten minutes, yeah. is the kind of build up that mental. Like, well, you said to me, didn't you? It's like, you, um, you, you use a saying that I can't... Um, to motivate, you can't motivate. Yeah, you you effort, effort breeds motivation, not yeah. motivate. You don't yeah. get have motivation to do It's that. also habit-forming as well. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. But no, so yeah, it's good. So I'm, I'm quite... Um, I don't know, I wouldn't say I'm kind of fucking pumped, but I'm kind of like, you know when you kind of, I'm a bit more optimistic with regards to, right, this is what I want to get done, and now I've, now I've, once I've done that, this is what I want to, so in my head I'm already thinking about the future stuff, yeah, so I'm yeah. looking on my painting table, right, right, but get those 10 beats of chaos done, right, okay, I suppose when, you, when you get into the point where you're thinking about what you could do the next day. No, I'm I'm looking at actual projects. Right, as in, okay. As in, right, I, I want to get these done, it's going to take me however long it's going to take me once I've done that, I'm going to move on to that. And it's forcing me not to go and buy random shit because I'm so close to pulling the trigger on fucking Warcry. So close. Why, man? Oh, Warcry? Yeah. Warcry is fucking so close. I'm very keen because, to be Because that. I think it's Element Games have got Red Harvest for about 80-something quid. Oh, don't, don't, right. I nearly went for it the other day and then I was like, right, because I, I, um, it's my anniversary coming up. Mm. No, it's not my anniversary. What am I talking about? That was in February. It's Lil's birthday coming up in April. Yeah. yeah. So I said, you. I didn't get to send you away for your spa weekend over the pandemic. Yeah. So, I'll come with. Yeah. We'll, we'll go into yeah, a nice yeah. a nice spa in uh, Stratford on Avon. And I was like, well, 
you know, I've been doing really well. I've not bought anything. I want some terrain because I want to sort my own table out mm. for home gaming so I can have you guys over. Yeah. Because uh, I can't make club very often. And I was like, the Red Harvest train's dope. Mm. Right. I'll, I'll check my credit card because, you know, I've had, I've had a few house expenses I need to sort out. I looked at it and was just like, I'm not getting Red Harvest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the thing, is, the thing is, though, Red, you see, I'm, like I said, I'm really tempted by it, but I'm a bit like, I don't want just another system that's going to sit in my fucking car. But the thing is, if you, if you pick up Red Harvest yeah. for the terrain, Right. No, no, but the terrain's so nice. Terrain's even if really you didn't, nice. even if you didn't play, I mean, I know you're going to play the Conan boys, the dark, the dark oath. Oh, I've not even looked at the game type. I'm going beast. What I like about I'm fuck off, fuck off all the other stuff. I'm going beast. This when thing, it if you cry. if you buy Red Harvest, mm-hmm. keep the scenery. You can sell both the gangs for twenty five quid a pop. No, I'll keep. You know, I'm not, I don't do shit like that. What I like about Warcry is that I can you can get like an AOS fix. Yeah. Without having to buy like the entire army. Well, this is it. Like, you just need a few like, choice models. Three hundred goals. Yeah. So I've already got. I've already got all my beastmen. I've so you can just pick and, and choose bits out of that. Yeah. To, I mean, to be a get all. Running around and fucking upset people, but you know it's all shit. It's all right. <laughs> no, no. I, re- I've read the war the the first edition Warcry war book a couple of times. Mm. I think they've because obviously there's been erratas and changes. Yeah. So Red Harvest would be different to the one I've got. But I've watched a load of um, people playing it on YouTube. It looks like such a fun, quick mm. game. The thing I like the look of it, where you have like you have, you split your army into three formats. You got like a shield, a spear, yeah, and, like a, and a sword, or something whatever like that. it's called. Yeah. So basically, you have like kind of three elements of your army, depending on you know, and they on depending on the the map, they'll you know yeah, certain points will come on yeah. certain areas, and it just looks a bit more. Um, Outside of the box, compared to the you line up all your shit, I'll line up all my shit, and I'll meet you twenty four. You know, yeah, it's very it's got some intuitive skirmish type game. Yeah, yeah, but there you go. Anyway, so yes, I'm quite motivated to do shit at the minute. Cool. I tell you, weirdly, you know how um, we often take the take the mick out of Ant for having a really busy workspace, and we take the piss out of Spin for being like super pristine. Serial killer. Well, like because I've been. It's <laughs> or Kellogg's. Yeah. Because I never got around to ordering my desk because I'm a scrub. I've been doing it in the kitchen table, and I was starting to get really frustrated with myself because I had shit everywhere, and I was like, I feel really bad because me and Lil can't sit down at the dinner table because I've got like paints and everything out. So I bought myself a very like one of the one of the medium sized useful boxes. Yeah. And I was like, right, it's big enough that I can get all my tools in it and everything that I need, and then. I can swap out the stuff I need project to project mm. and it's really helped with planning what's coming next because I know I need to get this kit and these sprues put them in the box bring them downstairs yeah I did that I've got nine of those boxes for different army projects that's been why because what? that's they, but, been. yeah <laughs> I, I realised that I was looking. I was looking for like you, looking for bits, and I was like, I can't find it because it's just everything in a box. Mm-hmm. So I started separating it out, and I was I like, I've run out of space in this nine piles. It's just yeah. piles it's of shit. Yeah. So if I look at if I I can look at my painting table in my head, left hand side is all the beastmen. Right hand side, I've got a load of aeronautica bits. In front, I've got fifteen mil, forty um, k. And I got smashed a little bit. Well, when I was in Leeds, my table looked like yours. Yeah, but that's because we had an office in Leeds. Where I love my table because it gives people the fucking hippity jibblies or whatever it is. Well, people well, not everyone. wig the fuck out. Like Jake, where he was like, "I'm just cleaning my table." I'm like, "That ain't no table. That's no table." Yeah, but Jake, Jake's process. I think he needs it to. He needs order. 
to produce... Chaos is the way, man. Uh, yeah, I agree with chaos you. Chaos is the way. Let the galaxy burn, that's what I say, baby. <laughs> Speaking of chaos being the way, should we talk about the yeah. trailer and the new edition? Oh! Big news. Oh, should we... Uh, any, Big news. Part? There's been no releases, has there? Uh, oh, no, no, there has. There's been the, the Sun Killers, sun killers, killers baby. There's no, been the no miniatures, though, have there? There's been no miniature releases no, since no. the announcement of the no. War of the Direwolf. No. 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 I don't think so, but is Sun there? Killers. But yeah, they've got the Sun Killers and the. We're just going to call them the Dark Sons of Dark Death. Dark Sons of Death, yeah. 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 Of which, um, you know, um, Luke went, like, I think he exploded when he saw them. He got really, really hype, and then he got really, really sad. And then I think he's come out of the at the the middle ground because he built his destroyers and painted them up and they look really really nice. And then the rules for them dropped and it's like they can all take glaives. Oh all, yeah. And he was like, none of mine have got glaives. And we were like, yeah, well you'd have to be a whack. Oh okay, we're talking. Yeah, we're talking to Luke, aren't we? At the high Uncle end of the whack touch. Whack touch. At the high end of the whackometer. And this is where I'm gonna be quite controversial because we are kind of leading into, you know. Hot Shots Part Year, Horus Heresy, the revamp. Do you think the model, not the models, do you think the units that have been released on the, like the exemplary battles? Yeah, do you think they will be included I in the new in the new version? I, I don't, well, we don't know what changes are coming. No, no, just as a kind of a, as a spitball. So they, they could be version 2 ready. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is the thing, like, because there's so many weird call outs in the white scars rules like they can take um they can become um a retinue for a librarian a stormcaller yeah well that's very similar to zephon's rule about the destroyers becoming a retinue for him who's zephon um, the, the blood, blood angel character from the, the black, black library event oh yeah yeah, yeah. nipple extreme that's the fellow yeah. and then there's, there's they've got a weird rule where they can forego consolidation and cause a unit within twelve of them, if they assault, to be one weapon skill or one. No, no, it's the one. Less. It's the one. If it's the unit they've defeated, they can then move away. Uh, but instead of chasing them down and killing them and wiping oh, them out, it, yeah. they can give them minus one weapon skill. It's like no idea when that would ever come it's into an play. It's one. And then they've got a, they've got a, a rule where it's like for one turn they get rage and fleet and they get really mad. Rage, man. But, <laughs> but then you look at the sun killers. Which are the Emperor's Children ones, yeah, and they've they got like, like the moving fire last cannon. Oh, they can carry plasma guns, can't they? They can carry, they carry everything. Yeah, yeah they but, come with a last cannon. Come with a last cannon. They can have Volkite. The but their thing is, is they all have energy weapons, so they can have, they come with last cannons. Yeah. Uh, they can take Volkite cauldrons. They're your vault solution. They do what? They're your vault solution. Yeah, sun they, killers. They can deliver the sun, sun killers. Yeah. yeah, they can do. They, yeah, get out of the way of the vault. I've got my son. I've I brought the son to the vault. To the vault. Why are you going on a vault? <laughs> Don't in, put it in a vault. Put it in the sun. Uh, <laughs> Instead of that, you can't do that. So, so bring, bring the sun, the sun to, killers, to the vault. Yeah. And they, they blow up the vault. They've got a rule where... I mean, it had to be errated immediately because it didn't make any sense the first time around. But if they stand still, yeah. whatever they shoot at doesn't get a cover save. Fucking hell. But, they can, but they can take an Aegis defence line they've to stand already erotic, They've already updated that as well. Because the wording on the original version was really weird. If you're, yeah, it made it, sound, it, it made it sound like if your opponent's unit hasn't moved, they don't get a cover save. But it's if you haven't moved. But yeah. if it's the Sun Killers stay, set, stay stationary, yeah, they, 
they your whatever you're shooting at loses its cover save. Right. You know that ridiculous unit that I was using that everyone took the piss out of me for. Alex, These Alex. guys are worse. Uh, I don't think they're worse. Ignoring all cover. It's worse when you've got last cannons. And, and this is where you're looking at it from, from a very linear perspective. And this is where I go into the world of Dan. Because if you've got a unit that's standing beyond an Aegis defence line and is just purely pumping out shots, all you need is something to outflank it or deep strike, and it's, that's it, gone. They're also re- they are almost prohibitively expensive. Yes, yeah, they're like, about the same as the Iron Habits with last cannons. What, 250 points for five? Yeah. What you do is just just drop, with it, when you because they get cheaper when you upgrade them. Yeah, but it's four hundred and fifty points for the iron habits for ten. Yeah. With one without a last cannon. But you're not buying an age Aegis defence line, which arguably the Sun Killers need to not get deleted. So what the two hundred and fifty plus of the Aegis defence yeah. line. Yeah, that's what I mean. Mono, so I don't even have the option it's for 250 that. Two hundred and fifty points I think it's like two hundred and fifty points for five. Yeah. With last cannons. Yeah. Bear in mind you're already paying the last cannon tax tax basic yeah. so if you then want to switch out for um, Volkite Culverins or Plasma you're paying extra no it's all the, all the upgrades are they're free. free oh are they free yeah they're free yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. the last cannon's the most expensive option yeah, so you're not threes though I take uh, yeah, twos they're, they're, no, they're BS5 they're BS5 that's what I'm saying they're basic Iron Havocs that ignore cover but they don't have Tank Hunter Weapon Master is signal next but they can't miss Oh, they can. You re-roll them. But my so point is, you're paying things. you're paying them to have a last cannon, then you're switching out for a cheaper weapon, mm. and there's no points deduction. Mm, true, but then ultimately, all you got to do is, if you're a fucking crazy motherfucker like me, you just whack a death storm drop pod behind them. Yeah. And then you use a death storm drop pod with its teleport homer to then drop another squad. Of That's an interesting question, actually, because I think they can, and the Iron Havocs come with an augury scanner, which means you can shoot at stuff at deep strike. Yeah, but yeah, then so that, how does it work with that? So, okay, it's yeah, a drop pod. But I mean that. But that's that's the point. The whole point of that isn't necessarily just kill them with a drop no, pod. No, no, no. It's, it's like if you're yeah, all that fire, and not tactic, shooting at I just, else. Uh, it came up in a game recently, and I got asked. And I wasn't sure how the interaction works. Do you shoot the drop pod, or can you shoot the unit that gets out? You uh, shoot the drop, you shoot pod. drop pod. Yeah, you shoot. It, well, okay. So here's this. The thing. This is why it came up. Death storm drop pod is its own thing as a unit in its own right. What you do is you shoot the if it's a drop pod with stuff getting out of it, you shoot the stuff that gets out of it. That's that's what came up. Do you? Yes. Yeah. Because the unit surely the drop pod has deep strike, therefore is what the no the deep strike's is. not completed until the unit's deployed from it. This is why oh, it came up okay. as a question, and it was for a I think it was for a Leviathan that got out of a dreadnought, out of a dreadnought drop pod. Yeah. And I was like, honestly, I don't know. See, I'd have thought it would have been the drop pod. No, I, I, it, yeah. it, it is if the drop pod's the only thing. Like a death storm. Right, okay. If it was so a death storm drop death pod. Death storm drop pod, uh, Amvalus or a Charybdis, you can't deploy oh, when they Oh, because the augury scanner's just reserves, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's when something comes in from reserves, yeah. which is okay. deep strike, you know, outflank. Uh, yeah, that's about it, really. Yeah, and uh, that, that reserve move, if you like, deep strike, isn't complete until you've de- deployed from the unit, from yeah. the thing. Sorry, I kind of interrupted your flow there, but yeah, that was because it came up as a question again. No, but ultimately, I wasn't sure how it works. You know what I mean? You're sitting there going on about you know X Y Z unit, and there's always something to counter it. Isn't Quite it? frankly, it's all moot anyway. It's what? It's all moot point anyway because of it's all as we're about to talk about. Yeah, it all goes out the window anyway. It might change. It might not. This is what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm saying it, it might be moot point regardless. If they're smart, they will have written the exemplary battle units. Yeah. Ready for. The new edition. Yeah, Whether it's not like it's not like they've just finished like finished it in like whenever they're going to release it when they've not actually said yet. 
it's, yeah. it's been done for a while. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. The, the the print time on stuff is at least a year. Yeah, there anyway. you go. So yeah, well, I mean, the turnaround it used to be when we worked there was a five year leading, which has probably been reduced to about three years these days. Well, if we were to yeah, have a guess, obviously, like because there was a lot of talk about it was meant to have been last year, but in terms of pandemic print, and everything. Yeah, in terms of actually, once it goes to print, then um, you so once it goes to print. Like I say, it's a year. Well, once it's gone to print, it's like set in stone at that point, really. So you yeah. would already have an idea of what's going to print yeah. by the time these exemplary battles came out. Yeah. But like, say, say for example, like there's there's tweaks to how um, I don't know something fucking generic changes in the rules, like how las cannons work or whatever. Suddenly they cause two wounds or whatever. Mm. So the sun killers. Don't change the last kind of changes, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I think this. I was talking to our friend Will about this, wasn't I? He's like, he's doing, he's doing some conversions, and he's like, well, what works in this situation? He's like, well, currently, you know, like if you use a uh, a metal bomb, or uh, you have it on a sergeant because it's useful if you get into combat with a dreadnought. Yeah. But that's could change. Well, yeah, metal, metal, they could do something completely different. Yeah, you know, the dreadnoughts could change, the metal bomb could change. It just doesn't apply yeah. at the moment. But anyway, so are we moving into? Well, well, no, they've got the. They're, the, they're the, the things that we've seen. They've released no new miniatures apart from the two miniatures they showed off. Oh, part of the, the, Sons of Horus. the Sons of Horus. Well, the generic, the generic Legion Praetor yeah. and the Mark VI. I thought, we to that I thought it was really weird that they decided to do Adepticon at 2 o'clock in the morning. I th- the thing is, because I don't think they could have done it at a, at a good time for us mm. without fucking over the Americans. True. And I don't Adepticon's think the Americans massive. get a lot of the because you think about um, Indomitus Reveal that was on our time uh, AOS was on our time it's a big American um, convention it's massive isn't it it's it's like, yeah I mean it's the tournament scene is big Adepticon and Gemcon are the two biggest in the world aren't yeah. they so it, I, I don't mind like I, well, no, I stayed I'd, up for it to be honest with you I nearly stayed up for it but then what was I watching I was watching Whatever it was, I can't remember. That's gonna fucking really bug me now. But that's in butt cheeks. That's in butt cheeks. Clap them cheeks. Clap clap. Whoop. Oh my god, that's angry. I can't. Anyway, I can't remember. I was watching something on a Cody Fox type thing, and I just basically smashed the first fucking series of it. Blinking. Uh, no, but I nearly stayed up for it. But when obviously the, the chat was going fucking mental the next day with the Gaza. The Victorian and the Mark Seven and Mark Six, sorry, and then the trailer thing and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, he's good. Okay, my theory on it is which which one are we going to talk about first? Shall we talk about? Well, the trailer? let's talk about. We're moving into the let's yeah, do the trailer. Okay, so. we'll talk about the trailer first, then. Well, well, so did who who watched it live? I didn't. No, I got it. You only watched it live. So right? I. Well, I have insomnia anyway. That's fair. So I, I more than likely would have been up, but it got to about half one, and I was like, starting to feel it. I'm lagging. I need, I need to, you know, decide what I'm doing. And I was like, no, fuck it, I'm going to stay up. They'll do heresy first, because it's not going to be anything big. It's going to be a praetor, and then I can go to sleep. Yeah. So they did, um, they did whatever the first thing was, which I think was forty k, 
and then they did ash wastes for Necromunda. Oh. And all all the blood rushed to my to to my to dick. Cock. And I was like, I am diamond hard for some ash wastes. <laughs> yeah. The fucking the flea cavalry are just so fucking Warhammer that I'm I'm all and the, the fucking Tuscan Road Raiders. You, you know what it is? You know what's made that I the like about that? You know I've said to you, I like the the, the nomads. Yeah. I like the look of the models. I'm not interested in getting them, but I like the look of them. You know why? They look grim dark. Yeah. They've got that grim dark style to them. Like I say with the with the weird kind of like alien uh, like insects that they're riding around on. It's got that grim dark feel. This thing is, feels like it's been missing from forty k. Has always had like macro insects that lived in the wastes. Yeah. And I, I love the fact that they're, they're riding giant sand fleas. Mm-hmm. The terrain is just grim dark Star Wars. It's oh, it's chef's kiss. It's so good. I got really excited over that, and I was like, right, well, that's it now. When this Praetor turns up, I'm not going to give a shit. Because I'm, I'm, I'm literally losing my mind. We three different chats. It, the heresy would be just like the next set of Praetor yeah. models yeah. for it, what we would. I was guessing my my money was on Death Guard Death because yeah. Mortarian's being released as an as an old. Well, yeah, that's what we were talking about. But I'm in three different chats losing my shit about these um, Necromunda, and then they did like AOS, and it was like, oh, uh, it's a like a Dominion book or whatever. It's not even anything new models wise. Uh, then they did the weird like Frankenstein and I was just like falling asleep again and right at the end and I was like well it's definitely going to be like a shitty Praetor then because they've left it right till the end it's only a small they window. don't seem all that excited about it and then the, he was like oh well we'll just watch this last video and the cinema like the cinematic started and I remember like sitting up in bed and adjusting my iPad and being like oh she's snoring so I could turn it up a little bit mm. And he starts his, I never wanted to... Look, and I was like, you're a fucking liar. You <laughs> did. You fucking did. And, like, I'm going through the cinema, the cinema, like, uh, the cinem- cinematic, and, like, the first Titan walks past, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, this is amazing. And then there's, like, all the Marines, and Horace, like, is just ending Imperial Fist, left, right, and centre. I got to the end of it, and I was like, I swear to God, if they announce a mobile game, if they're straight up, like... Oh, Here you are, God. here's a mobile game. I'd have fucking lost my mind. <laughs> and then they show. I imagine you know, we would have woken up with you burning your army. <laughs> oh, honestly, I probably would have just left. I'd have left the chat and just been like, I'm done, I'm done in rings. Um, so I was like, right, that was amazing. And then they, sh- then they were like, right, it's the new edition. Here's Praetor model. Here's a, a Mark VI. Like was it was it Wade? One of them made a joke about it being like the internet's worst kept secret about the new models. Which it was. And I feel I very much feel that it wasn't meant to be an Adepticon release. This is what I was about. To, I was going to lead into is that it felt like. I mean, I didn't see it live, but it did feel like this was a response. I think because obviously they've they, been waiting. The photos of the miniatures have been around for what, ages. Like six a months year? No, to it's a year. Much longer than that. I think. If the cinema, if they hadn't been waiting for the, the cinematic, cinematic, yeah, they would have announced that a lot sooner. And also by by the just by the fact that okay, they released cinematic, they showed off the uh, the Praetor model, which is not a new Sons of Horus Praetor, which some people thought it it's was. It's a generic Legion yeah, Praetor. Yeah. And the Mark Six Marine, they're the only they're the only images we got. That didn't feel like a big reveal, like the, like a, a new game reveal. No. That felt like a we needed to get something out, but. We can't show you everything. We don't want to show you everything because that's part of the big, what I would assume is going to be a Saturday preview, re- review well, day or the open day. It'll probably slot into like the summer release. 
Yeah. Because that's where AOS and... Yeah, I'll look back at that. One was June and one was July yeah. uh, for AOS and... Um, and then it'll be three months after that that we get it. Yeah. But I, th- I think they had to do something and had oh, to Oh, no, no, the actual release was... Oh, was it? ...in June, July. And oh, American, okay. Bearing in mind that the open day that they're now announced is in May. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. The, yeah. And I wonder whether the whether they do a lie a, a preview uh, like online Twitch thing on the open day or whether they do one. It would beforehand. make sense because they've said you can play the new edition at the open day. So it makes sense. That, so just based on pre past experience, I would say that maybe the Saturday before they do the preview online, Possibly. which is a big like this is everything that's coming out as part of the new edition. Open day next week. People get to see it, you know, play with it and ask the questions and all the what's what's the name. And then June or July, probably July, is the actual physical release. I think the the cinematic has a lot of stuff in it that tells you what's coming. Oh, so obviously can, can, we, like, can we talk about cinematic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just talk about cinematic because, like, I really want to address Alan's point where he was like, "There's too many Titans, and why is the space? It's the setting." Yeah, yeah. It's like. Oh, it, it did a better job of advertising AT. No, it didn't. Like, if anything, it was an epic for Heritage trailer, like for for eight mil, or yeah. six mil, oh. because the scale of the battle that was going on. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it's it's what people have imagined Heresy to be. You right? For like example, gigantic battles going on. I showed I showed Lil the cinematic. She's she, we've listened together to the first three books, so she doesn't know what the vengeful spirit is, other than it's Horace's flagship. She doesn't know what a um, a warlord titan is, other than it's essentially giant robot. I mean, she's seen my miniatures of it, but she watched the cinematic with me and was like, "Is this a game? Is this going to be on the um, Warhammer TV? Because if it is, we need to watch it." And like, she got really excited, and she doesn't play the game, so you got to think about all the people who play forty k who don't know what the vengeful spirit is. Well, it's that giant ship that's hanging over that planet. Chucking all the death uh, you, drop pods out. I, I, I kind of know what a warlord titan is. Oh yeah, it was that thing that just yeah. turned them into in action. Oh, no. by the way, that titan is about to get lance struck by the vengeful spirit. That one scene in the entire cinematic Ooh, is my favourite. so good. Because I was watching it, bear in mind, obviously, well, I woke up about half past six, seven o'clock or whatever, to, and, because it was a school night. Wanky, wanky clock, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely, got one of those in. Uh, <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> And I started watching it, and I was like, I've got to watch it, I'm bleary-eyed. I'm not even like fully awake, I'm trying to watch the cinematic. And then the lunch striker went, oh my god! And then I immediately watched it again while wide awake some to see my, that again. Some of my favourite parts of it are like, the really small, like the, the drop pod launch bay. Yeah. Oh, it's just, it's chef's kiss. The, the marines, like you, we watched it just before we started recording, the marines that are running down the slope, yeah. firing as they're going. Yeah. And, and I don't... Just the way the tanks are moving. Yeah. Just oh, the, the way they're, rolling, they're moving around. The fucking completely unknown pattern of Sakara well, that's just bimbling around. Yeah, with a giant... Um, it looks like a fucking... Battle cannon on top. Yeah. Looks like someone's gone, we want the Predator to be bigger, and the Sakara's bigger than you a Predator, a so we'll put it on top a of that. a Vanquisher cannon, not let's go. Yeah. And that looks so good. And it was just the... Now, I, I said this afterwards, and some people might disagree. Now, we know, if you, if, if you don't know who what the Astartes cinematic is, then I don't know where you've been for well, the last... It's been on Warhammer TV. Yeah, exactly. It, it's, it's out there. You should know it. It is probably one of the best cinematics that we've had until this. And I think, because we know that the guy who did Astartes was taking him on board, wasn't he? It yeah. was, but the lead time isn't long enough to have made that. Yeah, so, um, having... Oh, of course, you've just, 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 just done a little bit of rendering of 3D, 
um, and knowing what they do to make like Pixar films, there's like a three four year lead time just yeah. for the processing. Oh, so enough. similar to how like they've probably been working on the rules for three years, that cinematic's been in the pipeline. But it is of that quality, in my opinion. Yeah, it's really good. Because what I liked about a start is, and which is what I like about the cinematic, it was it's the motion, the how the the marines moved, how they acted, and it's do, it's portrayed really well. In this, it's like the the camera angles as well, like the drop pod scene where it's coming out and you you're like from above a drop pod as it's yeah. coming out. You the, the way you, the the camera pans around, and you've got a tank that's rolling by like you would be in a World War Two film. It's you know like you say the the guys sliding down the hill in slow motion, firing the bolt guns. That guy that the one of my another one of my favorite scenes is when the guy with the bayonet just stabs yeah. a guy. It's just like wow, that's cool. Well, you, not if you get stabbed through. Well, oh, no, obviously not. But you didn't you, like it, did you? Well, you didn't like the cinematic. It was all right. It's got a lot of cool little bits in it, but then from my perspective, I'm like, I'm greedy. I want more. You, and there wasn't, there wasn't enough world eaters in it for you. Was well, it? well no, there wasn't <laughs> enough of it. No, no I, th- th- yeah, this, I think just... I said at the time during the race, it's, it, it, it was. Um, I can't remember how I phrased it now. It's clickbait. Yeah, it did yeah, a bit like that. It, 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 it didn't have enough substance. For it. However, don't get, don't get me wrong. Really like the cinematic, yeah. but it was two minutes and three seconds, yeah. maybe. Two Do you think it maybe was a part of a bigger one? They've cut it down to no. for the sake of getting no, it out. No, no, no. Two minutes. That okay. So, uh, twenty-four frames a second, film. They'd mm. probably do it at twenty-six to get the motion better. Twenty-six frames a second, and say it's uh, an hour. Per um, frame, yeah, that's yeah. a lot of processing. And, yeah, that's a lot, of, and that's that's a simple, mm. that's a simple. So to give you that, so you know that thing I did with the blender course with the donut sliding on, yeah, that took five and a half hours to render, and that is six frames. So something of that complexity, mm. that's going to take yeah. a lot of render time. And you can go, companies like GW you can pay for like render farm time. Yeah, I've, I've done a render farm uh, when I was, because uh, I, I did a, a 3D fly-through of a school that we designed and we, yeah, we render farmed the entire department to do that. And that was probably about five minutes. But it was not that, it wasn't that level of Which detail. Which is why but, I say, I think they held off confirming what the photos of the miniatures told us until that until was ready. the cinematic was ready. Yeah, um, it makes sense. It and even, makes sense. And even then, I think it's. I think they've released it before I, they wanted. Yeah, I, I, this is what I, kind of what I was getting to I, earlier. Is I think it would have been part of the big. This is the next game we're releasing on a Saturday preview. But then, it, like the timing of it was like, we've got to get something out at some point. We've got a you know we've got a depth component which is a big deal. We need to have something special for that. The cinematic's going to be finishing about the same time. I mean, let's, they really, they really did there. have to have something after fucking Carbanda at, um, at LVO. Yeah, that was. I mean, as much as it's a cool model, it's it was a porn. Uh, the demon, demon that they uh, like yeah. bloodthirst. Oh, they, yeah. yeah, it's like the they made a, they made a big kind of hype about Horus Heresy release, and it was just one model that. Well, it's is, apparently fucking huge. Yeah, but it's what they reckon is going to be about two to three hundred quid yeah. for it. But it's like. Yeah, but that's one model so, for one army that is not exactly for everyone. Other than not being long enough. Because when, when we watched it before we started recording, yeah. like we got excited and you just kind of sat back and were like, 
Yeah. I think for me, and this is, and this is probably where, and this is where I'm probably not necessarily different, but this is just how I'm wired. I would rather see pictures of models and clips of the book, an actual physical product to say this is what's going to come in the box set. Like you know, like say, let's. I got it really excited about Necromunda because you saw what you get. This you're going to get this, 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 this. Really nice HD pictures. Da da da. Three sixties, all that kind of stuff. So to kind of sell it. Ooh, that's a nice model. That kind of stuff. To watch a cinematic like that, it's like. It, it reminds me of Le, uh, Love, Death and Robots, or whatever it was called, where you get like 5, 10, 15 minutes of fucking awesome whatever it is, that's it. You never see it again. And it's a similar kind of scenario with this preview, where it's, this is the Horus Heresy. Brilliant, yeah, lovely, thank you very much, gentlemen. It's, it looks pretty, it looks good, it's going to reinvigorate a lot of people into the hobby, blah, 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 blah. Well then, from my perspective, it's like, if you don't know anything about the Horus Heresy, it's like, we've got some bloke who looks angry at killing some bloke who's yellow. He didn't fight against any of the other Primarchs. You had two blokes who were welding blue lightsabers <laughs> going up against each other. You couldn't tell who was the bad guy, who was the good guy. It was all very like, and that's how it is in the Horus Heresy anyway, because it's blue, effectively it's blue on blue. But, I don't know, it, I don't... It, maybe it was too busy. Maybe it was I, I, because it was like snap, 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 snap. Like each scene was like bang, bang, bang. It was just like, you, you know what I mean? I, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I know. What yeah. And the, the thing that jarred me, and I made a joke about it at the beginning, was the narration is from Horace's point of view. Yeah. Which is fair enough. He's like the, the titular character of, of the, of the He's setting. He's a tit. That's right. Really? <laughs> but. I never wanted to do this. Well, yeah, of course you did. Exactly, but it's like, from someone that doesn't know what's happening, watches that trailer and was like, oh, right, okay, so he didn't want to... So he's like, his yeah. hand's been forced, yeah. basically. And, oh, then yeah. and then they come and look at the setting. It's kind of like a bit of a bait and switch. It is clickbait. Because yeah. it's like, you're never going to believe which Primark turned on the... And it's like... Mm. You mentioned this uh, in, in the chat separately, and I think you're right. I've got a feeling it's been done on purpose like that, in terms of... It's propaganda. Yeah. So it's Horus giving a speech. Is this my theory that there'll be an Emperor's point of view? Or Dawn's point and of view. And that's why Henry Cavill was at HQ. Well, I don't know about that. the Emperor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know if it's going to be the Emperor because I think that would be... I don't know. I don't think they would voice the Emperor. It seems to be on that. I think it's going to be from Dawn's point of view. You know, it would be, I'm here to protect our future on this is what you know you look at that giant green bell that would make sense if they release like another and it'd be like it'd be pure propaganda you don't see it as Horus trying to it's not in his mind it's like he's doing a speech to his troops like I did not want to do this I'm the good guy here I had a purpose my reason for doing this is not selfish it's for the good of the Imperium when realistically we know <laughs> that's bullshit mate well no and, and yeah you're right and, and I think ultimately it could be one of those things where you might if you do a second cinematic which I which is like the mirror to which it which I was surprised if they did where it would be like you know like the defence of the Empress Palace or Esteban or whatever like you know other clips of other bits of battles and then all like you know like one of the loyalists coming in then yeah that would be a lot better you know but, it, but again I think it's just maybe oh, it's, yeah, it was, it was very kind of like flash you know, like you know, you're looking at like three to four seconds, and then another, you know, another, you know, like you're looking at like say ten second scenes. Well, we watched it earlier before we started tonight, and as you, you 
I watched it. It's the first I've seen it since like that day. Yeah, you noticed new things. I noticed so many new bits in it. I was like, have they added more stuff? Because I don't remember seeing some of these bits. But there's, there's also it... one of the lines that I really liked was where he's like, "Oh, from the skies of terror to the galactic rim," and. Because when I first watched it, I was like, ah, fuck, we're going to get the Siege of Terror game. So they're going to start at the end, and that's it. Like, nowhere to go after that. But putting it on a world that you don't... Oh, that's terror. Because when you see the Vengeful Spirit in orbit, that isn't terror. See, I thought this is like... Okay, the the way that Horus has been shown is quite clearly at a point where he's been ascended. Or at least it looks like it is. But... It's got extra In the pipes. story that we know... <laughs> no, it's pipe. Th- there's only um, the Ventral Steris book where he actually takes to the field. On Molech. But I don't think I don't think they've gone, this is like, this no, battle. As far as we're aware, he doesn't take to the field on Terror at all, does he? Which is why I don't think no. that, that wouldn't be Terror. Which is what, like I say, a lot of people were complaining and they were saying, oh, it's Terror, but he never, he never was on Terror. And it's like, it's not. It's not terror. It's, if, it's look and at, planet. Look at the whole trailer, and it's just a metaphor for the Horus Heresy. Yeah. yeah, everyone is Sons of Horus in Imperial Fists. Can we just take a second to talk about the Imperial Fists' immaculate moustache? It so was, immaculate it looked fake. That was that was Warhammer Fantasy Battle Empire General Magnificent. <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I saw a moustache like that was on an Empire uh, uh, General from Warhammer See, Fantasy I, I think they're leaning into the Dawn moustache meme. Oh, yeah, absolutely, 100%. You have to be. Dawn should totally have had a beard. But the trailer did a lot of things right. It showed off the scale of it. It gave us a glimpse of the Vengeful Spirit. It gave us a glimpse of Titans. But it also gave us the... Let, let, to be honest, the very, very hyper-violent clash of the Marines. Because mm. if you look at the, how they're fighting each other, like you said, one of them gets stabbed in the neck with a bayonet. Horace puts the Talon and Horace through one of them. It's not four kids. No. It's not a four it's, kids. You also animation. know it wasn't. It wasn't like it wasn't brutal combat with typical chainsaws like we've seen in the games and things like that. Uh, it was tactical marines giving it some it was, it was, and it getting was, in close. Getting in arrest me, Lord. Well, tactical yeah. marines. It was. It was CBQ. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what it was. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't kind of you know. If you look at say for example, the, you know the one that I like. This is where I'll be controversial. Was the 40k trailer with the Tyranids? That was fucking good. With the Tyranids, I don't remember the one with the Tyranids. For Space Marine Two. Yeah. Oh the oh, oh the computer game. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah. That was good. That was good. That was really yeah. good. But the thing is, though, with this one, it's it was a lot more kind of. You know what I mean? With regards to like the shooting each other, show you know you know short range firefights and all that kind of stuff. I did. You know, there's certain aspects of a life. I like bolt guns with bayonets. I've got a bit of a fetish for bayonets because it's just, I think it's how things should work. But it's, I don't know, I think it was the classic less is more, but not in this case. Mm. But that's just me. Um, don't get me wrong, I think it's good. I'm hoping blah, blah, there's blah, more blah, to come. That kind of stuff. Oh, there's undoubtedly but, more to come. I think the frustrating thing, uh, like I said, the frustrating thing for me is that it was effectively just the cinematic. I mean, the Generic process, yeah, big knickers. I mean, you think it sets the precedent for them having the ability to make good quality cinematics. Mm. Not not only that, but if you look at um, look at the Warhammer, Warhammer TV or Warhammer Plus or whatever it's called, their content is predominantly forty k. There's some AOS stuff that's coming along, 
but if they really want to if they really want to make a mark they do a big ticket heresy program because the books multiple of the books are New York Times bestsellers they've transcended the tie-in fiction world and have entered into the world of like modern sci-fi well, the, the, how many people out in the world are reading those books based on the Times bestseller thing Yeah, because people just read books if they're yeah, recommended yeah. This is and they've gone the, I'm going to clue what this world there is are people there's 60 odd books in this series there are people I know that have messaged me from when, like people that I met um, I met people I went to school with people that I went to university with who like I was in um, like the role play societies and stuff with who had no interest in Warhammer at all and have messaged me recently being like I'm reading The Seeds of Terror like you, you never said that the books were this good and I was like, honestly, when we were in university, they weren't. The, the Horace Heresy books and the Siege of Terror books are a step up from the other fiction they make. And I think because it has now transcended that, this is a Warhammer book, and it's now, this is a sci-fi book, if Workshop are able to turn around a project that is a heresy TV show or short film, and it has production quality, and it has continuity... And it isn't weird and like oddly paced like the Ultramarine film was because you had you had fucking John Hurt and oh like, yeah they spaffed the budget on actors on that didn't spend any yeah. on the animation so like I honestly think that if if you see that cinematic as like a preview really yeah like a preview like, like, it's a statement of intent in yeah. some ways I suppose, look it? at what we can do mm. and the like you say, it's not enough, but if they don't follow it up... See, the thing I mean, they need to follow it up to kind they, of maintain fo- that momentum. If they follow it up, I'll be very, very, very surprised. Yeah, very surprised. Yeah. But I don't. I think that's, from a kind of an animation thing, ultimately, that's it. That, that's it. Now it's going to be like, we're going to the game, right, let's let's get down yeah, to the Yeah, I mean, to be, to be honest, Ant's right in the sense of they can't sell that. No. That's not good. It I mean, it might that. generate sales, it might it builds hype and all the rest of it, but... Nobody's going to buy that two-minute and three-second animation. No, no. So, but then, but then, when obviously, but on the arse end of that, so after the, but don't get me wrong, there's some little bits in there that are you know really good, like you know the Titan striding with the sun behind him, and that was really, good. and you know, and the like, you know, like you say the the, the land strike, and you know, but my I, the bit I like is the slow mo bit where they're kind of you yeah. know, coming down the hill or whatever it is, and there's just certain little bits that I think yeah that's cool, but. I don't know, it's just like, yeah, you know, it's a trailer. You, you know when, what I did when, like when, about it? Huh? What I do like about it, and it's similar to this artist thing, it's made Marines seem more realistic. But then for me, the Astartes was, is always going to be far superior because it builds it up. Mm. It's an actual, it's like, start off on the... Oh, as a story, yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah, it's yeah. a story. Whereas with this, it's like snip, 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 it's just like kind I of mean, clips. We've talked about this about this artist, but what I liked about that is it's, they don't say a word. Because they don't need to. No, it's all helmet yeah. comes. Yeah, they're, but they're just going. But that's what you would. Exp- that's but, like when you see how they shoot. Like when they shoot in the militia, and they just explode. It's like that's what marines do. They're brutal. They yeah, fast. They but, go in. But with this, it's just like kind of like I say, it's just snippy. It was. But I don't know. The trailer, yeah, lovely. You know, for me, I'm now sitting there going, you know, you know, Horus Heresy Two, you know, whatever it is. It's gonna, think, you know, now it's on the agenda. It's like. I want to see when is it going to get released, what's going to be included in the box. I want more information about what can I physically buy yeah. so, rather than a load of 
pixels Obviously around War, on the screen. Warhammer Community put out an article at the same time. Yeah, for with regards to the two. Well, it was basically as part of the revi- the the preview. Like you know what they do when they yeah. they do it on there, then minutes later they've got it as an article. Mm. They've obviously got the two models on there, the Mark Six and the Praetor. Uh, they've obviously got the link to the cinematic, but in the text, the key thing for me is that they say that this is built on the 7th edition rule set, which yeah, is what the, the current heresy rules is. They said it in the live cast as well. Oh, yeah, I also didn't watch that. The, so. Um, so all the generic Legion stuff is moving to plastic. Specific Legion stuff will be resin. So like no, your... No, no, no. So, so tactical squads, Terminator squads, line marines, tanks, assault marines, marines, hopefully jet bikes. Well, yeah. This, if if it's only Legion specific stuff staying as as resin, that's so about, about be like butchers, red butchers and the yeah, character units, units. Character, yeah. Yeah. siege tyrant terminators. That's Which, like, if the destroyers or anything to go by, might get new molds so they're more in line with the size. Yeah. Because they've also confirmed that the new plastics. Are the same size as the Chaos Space Marine plastics, Ooh. which are a head shorter than the Primaris. But they kind of sit between Primaris yeah, and our current range. Yeah, they're taller than the. They've also got a nice little bit more bulk to them. Okay. So, that kind of says to me, and then that was very quickly followed by Forge Worlds, get last to buy Demnios tanks, um, Sakarans. Which obviously, you know, we saw a, what might be a new version of a Sakaran in yeah, the trailer. So, yeah, yeah. okay, it might be, might be getting a new kit that's got alternative. Yeah, yeah. Might, might have all of them in there. Might be like yeah, one, exactly. So, like, you know, like the, the Predator, or I'm assuming it's the, yeah, your Predator can get all your different weapon options. Like I think the only was. one that would be weird would be the uh, Venator. But then again, they said, like, that you're still going to be able to get upgrade kits from Forge World. So, if the Venator becomes a resin yeah, upgrade yeah, to upgrade, a plastic yeah. tank, fair enough. Yeah, that's, they've done that before. Or maybe they? like you, you buy, you know, like the, the turret with the twin auto cannon. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you can buy just the turret, maybe. But like legion specific stuff, okay? Then legion specific dreadnoughts are staying. Legion yeah. specific leviathans well, are why, staying. Yeah, that's why the leviathans on last uh, last chance. To buy the generic them. one is. Yeah, but the, but the, the legion ones yeah, aren't. The legion ones mm-hmm. aren't. And the arms aren't either. The arms yeah. for the leviathan are staying. On the, but ultimately, for me, because they work with the legion specific yeah. other dreads. Ultimately, for me, I think it's going to be interesting with regards to, like you said about, if you know, with the plastics. So, do you think the Mark Three and Mark Four plastic will stay as it is? Or no, do you think? no. You think? I I think that they're going to eventually. They want direct. They're direct only at the moment, they aren't are, they? Yeah. yeah I think they'll they'll eventually have new versions of several armor marks. Yeah. This is something I wanted. To, I don't know if we've we've mentioned this, like, or sorry, not just. I don't think we've discussed this. In the chat, but something while we've been talking, I've just realised the the image that they show of the Mark Six Marine. Yeah, there's something about that that is quite different from what we've got with the Mark Threes and the Mark Fours. Got a skull on the base, yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, got, it's got brown rims. <laughs> Unless some, you know, some people have already photoshopped that out, so it's got black yeah, rims. Yeah. No, it's got an element of uh, dynamism to it. It's got movement. It's got in movement it. in it. Yeah. Like Mark Threes and Mark Fours are. Classic Space Marines, two legs, punted, yeah, torso, yeah, two arms. Yeah. That guy and that specific picture they've shown is him running forwards yeah, but the in a, is, though, with, with a gun the, slung forwards. With the Forge World Marines, you, you get dynamic movements in them. Well, yeah, yeah. But you, I'm going back to the plastics that yeah, we've got. Yeah. yeah, the old Forge World resin ones had that movement mm-hmm. to them. Whereas the plastics didn't. They lost that element. I think. I and think they it became would quite be, static. It would be a poor move. 
from a sales point of view from Games Workshop if they didn't make a plastic version of at least a new plastic version of at least Mark Four and Mark Three, because they're already available as plastics. If if they're going to make Mark Two, brilliant, I'm all aboard. If they're going to make Mark Five, I'm also on board. But I don't know, think they're going to go to that level of effort. I don't, are they? I don't see why they wouldn't, because it's going to sell. Because True, there are people yeah. that don't want beakies. Fair for whatever. Like if you don't like them because you don't like the look of them, that's cool. Yeah. We'll go into why you're wrong on mm. the law point of view in a minute, but okay. So if you're a war eater and you've got Khan as your character and he's in Mark Five armor, isn't he? Yeah. So you're gonna yeah. want Mark Five. So like, you more, if you're new to heresy, you go, well, what armor is he in? He's not in the plastic kit armor that I've just picked up in the starter set. My I want only, that armor. My only my only concern is, is say for example, like I've got, and we've all got multitudes of plastic Mark Three and Mark Four multitude hundreds of models between us and if they suddenly turn around and go right okay we're going to release an updated version of the Mark 3 and Mark 4 kit and it's going to look it's going to be bigger better whatever than than the current version with inverted commas and for me it'll just be like oh for fuck's sake no for me there'll be four a new army yeah. my own worries so, I'll put a line in the sand no more infantry for them when, that's what I've got well then for me to then add to my existing collection well, so yeah. if I want to go if I want to go down the the Crimson Tide 120 fucking Assault Marines um, you know Jump Pack Marines uh, no, no normal dudes 120 normal dudes yeah. like, with the Red Tide um, I would need to find old Mark 3 Mark 4 to kind of size match with what I've already got and so on and it becomes there are ways to cheat it yeah. So like you get your older marines and you you build up the base a little bit so they stand roughly mm. the same height, and yeah internal like I've said for people that want to convert Primaris marines, inter or true scale marines or use Tortuga Bay or whatever, internal consistency across your army is what makes it work. Yeah. So like, if you were to say right, I need another ten, Mark fours, and all I can find is the new kit. Well. Okay, uh, build up the bases of some of your other dudes, or there'll be people that as soon as the new scale Mark Fours are released, will be like, yeah, "Oh, I'm selling," yeah, and the cool. eBay prices will be it'll be the Wild West again. They'll be super cheap. You'll be able to yeah. pick up whatever you need. But per personally, I could see them doing at least three different plastic kits if they want to do all five marks of armor. Have at people will buy them plastic Mark Twos would sell because there are people gagging for Mark II armour who like most of them were like me who were like oh I'll, I'll get Mark II eventually and then it got taken away and it's like fuck <laughs> now I now I really want Mark II but with the announcement that everything non-Legion specific is moving to plastic mm. like does that include the Fire Raptor Storm Eagle does I, that does nah, that include I can't see things like that I don't, I, see, I don't I, see why not. Look, would, at, look at the the size of some of the plastic kits they're doing now. No, but I think ultimately, if you're looking at stuff going to plastic, I think you'd be looking everything up to say Spartan size, and that's it. Do you know why I say I think they're going to be plastic? Go on. They made the CAD files of them for Aeronautica. That's okay. a very good point, yeah, actually. And that's that's one, one thing. One thing I would say uh, when I was putting the fire raptors together for Aeronautica, the thing that stood out for me was. All you'd have to do is scale that up yeah. to make a 28mm kit. Which we've seen them do the reverse. 
Yeah. The, the, the Titanicus. True. So that's the Ziphon, the Raptor, the Eagle. Thunderhawk. Thunderhawk. Although Plastic they have, Thunderhawk! They, did, they, have, they have just recently made a new version of the resin Thunderhawk. That's true. And again, like Forge World have always been the big pre- prestige model. Yeah. yeah. But I could I could see Battle Sisters have plastic Daimios. Yeah, the Rhino's straightforward. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sisters of Battle. Oh, no, no, the Rhino's a no-brainer, and then the, and all the different variants that come with the Rhino. Yeah, so Damocles. And, you know, the... the Vindicator. Uh, yeah, the Vindicator and all that. So, you know I mean? All that kind of stuff, I can see it being as no-brainer. I'd just be surprised if they go above Spartan, personally. Yeah, I, don't, I can't see tanks... Like big, like Fellblade, Glaive. No. Again, because they fall into the bracket of being the the big prestige, big ticket items. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I I think if they could produce a plastic, well, you could though, Storm you, Eagle. You have a you could have a Baneblade esque type chassis because they all use the same chassis. The, yeah. the Fellblade in the is of a I think it's slightly bigger than a Baneblade. No, but the, the Fellblade and the Glaive have the same. But yeah, like yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is, that by comparison to a plastic kit that is existing, yeah, we're about the same size. The, the fell blade is slightly bigger than the. I mean, the resin yeah, one is. Yeah, yeah. But you know, what I mean? so you could theoretically do it. But when you know, if we're going down the wish list in perspective, to be honest with you, I'd be happy with plastic assault marines. Yeah, but mark, plastic mark, breaches. Mark for, mark for plastic assault marines. Plastic breaches, absolutely. If you know those two kits, I'd be like, yeah, I'll have a bit of that. Plastic everything, outriders. Everything else. Plastic jet bikes, because right. the the most recent book brought in a new version of the jet bike. Yeah, which it stopped the Hussar. Was it Hussar? No, Hussar is a squadron. It's the outrider bikes. Uh, you're thinking of the Estoc. Estoc, yeah. Well, no, but but then for me, I'm because this is where I'll be selfish. It's like I don't look at jet bikes because I don't see world eaters blasting around on jet bikes. You have so. previously said you don't look at jet bikes because of how expensive they are. Yeah, true. So if a plastic box came out that would made them more affordable, especially considering the majority of these plastics will be available through third-party stockists. I need a credit card. Can, can yeah. I just point out, you say that you don't see board eaters riding jet bikes. I see them getting on a jet bike, going as fast as they possibly can, smashing themselves into people on jet bike, jumping off and then hitting people with the chain. See, the thing is, until, until, they got, until they got the nails fitted, they didn't work like that. Yeah, but this is what we're talking about, is now. Yeah. They've got the nails fitted. Yeah, but no, this is the thing. They At the Siege of Terror, the whole Legion had nails. At Istvan, not, 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 like, there was small. only a small percentage of the Legion had the nails. So, because the scope of the heresy is so large, you can play well, true, yeah. inside any no, of them. I'd controversially play, if I don't play with Khan, I'd play as Loyalist. Yeah. You played our early world, early... Uh, because Error, they're, they're blue, not, they're yeah. blue, not red. Yeah, and the that's, thing the, is, that's the difference. Here. And you get to a point when they change the red on it because yeah. you had to blood this film. The the siege books has moved the focus to the end of the heresy. Yeah. So a lot of the events that we're seeing are mid to late heresy, like the Thalassia event is early heresy. So yeah, your Death Guard are kind of early heresy. Yeah, I'm, I I've got no interest in late heresy Death Guard. Frankly, I'm all about the early heresy. So like, we're not going to tell you don't bring. Gal Vorbach or whatever, because you know they happened, they're there. But I think the early heresy gives you more scope, specifically with like traitor armies, to do different things. Because, like, not all the world ears were mental, not all of the uh, night lords had gone off the deep end and were just mm. like reaving bands of murderers. The death guard hadn't turned into plague zombies, 
the Sons of Horus hadn't devolved to the point where they were like roving crime bands. Like the early heresy, I think, feels more like a like a proper civil it war. It feels like a war. Late heresy is forty k. I mean, yeah. quite, quite frankly, and you spoiler alert, but for this is for um, you can war, say war Hawk, yeah. yeah. Petrabo basically sums that up, doesn't he? He yep. basically goes, "This is not the war that I'm fighting." This is now a war of demons, which is not my thing. I'm off. He's basically done with it because it's not. That was Mortis, not... but still. Mo- was it? Oh, was it Mortis? Yeah, it was Mortis. Sorry, yeah. Mortis, not Warhawk. He he's basically done with it because, as far as his word, the conventional war that he knows how to fight and what he's interested in doing is no longer happening. Hmm. It's now uh, an ethereal, an esoteric. Demons are the way to do this. He's got no interest in that at that point, so that's why he goes. I'm off. That's not the war. Whereas up until that point. It's been like say it's been a a, a traditional I suppose traditionally in the sense of yeah, it's, it's marine on marine it's, it's, it's the classic um, it's a meat grinder meat grinder war it, it's the classic conventional versus guerrilla warfare scenario yeah. Yeah. It? so like the Americans going into Vietnam have only been fought conventional war and that was like the big you know that was the big bloody nose that they got from from the kind of fighting style in it and it's the same like you say with the demons but. Going back onto like the plastic stuff, yeah, I'm I'm interested. I'm interested to see what they're gonna do, but again, it's I don't tend to read in between the lines on those kind of little preview bits because I'm I'm very visual as a person. Yeah. So I'll look at something, and I'm like I said earlier, this is where I want to see I want to see pictures. So um, you know, so like if we look at, like, <coughs> say me. for example the Praetor, that's been previewed at, at the end at uh, Adepticon, uh, is all right. I don't like it. It doesn't fit in with my legion, as in, I couldn't feel... I wouldn't want to field him in a World Eater army because he doesn't look very World Eater-y. No. Because number one, he's not going to train that. Number two, he looks like he's just, like, stepping off a fucking bus stop. And it's just like... I don't know. It just, it just seems a bit clunky. He's very static. Yeah. His pose is almost identical to the... Um, the Death Guard, the Death Guard guy yeah. from uh, Indomitus. That aside, I don't like the miniature. It's very Blanche. It looks like it's been ripped out of um, Blanche's sketchbook. But, and I think this is a personal thing for me. Blanche is great when you think about, um, like in Inquisitor Twenty Eight. Yeah. When you think about Necromunda. Yeah. When you it's think that about Ultimate Grimdark. Yeah, it? it's it's the the grimmest of Grimdark. Heresy isn't grimdark. No. Heresy is the tech level is super high. Um, everyone was, you know, it, it's more it's a tragedy more than it is a grimdark mm. story because it's about the fall of heroes to becoming villains, mm. and it's more it's more like a space opera than anything else. Yeah. And to then have like a grimdark, loads of like ornamentation, super busy, praetor. Mm. Eh, it doesn't, think, it doesn't tickle me. Whereas, like, you look at the Forge World Legion Praetors, yes, the yeah. Ultramarines one is super busy, but it mm. looks like an Ultramarine. I think for me, because when I first looked at it, I was like, is that a Terminator or is that Power Armor? It's Power Armor. And it's like, if you look at the Power Armor, it's like, what fucking mark of Power Armor is that? And it's not, you know, like, well, the Power each each arm, each Power Armor, apart from between. I think it's five and six, or you know, there's two variants that are really, really four close. Four and five look yeah, really similar. close. 
but you can look at them, you can say, yeah, right, that's two, that's three, that's whatever, that's this, that, you know what I mean? You can work out what it is because of whatever. And I look at that and I'm like, I don't the, know the what The counter-argument could be, well, who knows, whatever, is that it's artificer armour, which well, could be bespoke and you made armour. Yeah, it's it's not a particular mark. That's the only, yeah. the only argument I've heard so far for that mark of armour is, oh, it's, um, it's Baroque artificer armour. Yeah. Which is like, yeah... Artificer armor should look different. It should look like it's been handmade for it's, a specific it, person. It's usually based on something like the original Praetor. Uh, well, no, models. you say that, but like, if you think about from the the settings point of view, right? I'm going to build a set of artificer armor. So what I meant was like, if you'd looked at the original resin Praetors, they were baroque versions of uh, the mark of armor. Yeah, but highly stylized, my, but still recognizable. My point is, whereas this, it doesn't have to be. No, that's so, what I was trying to say. Like you could build a set of armor and be like, here's a set it's of armor. One off armor. Armor, piece of armor, isn't it's, it? It's one off, and it's like, yeah, okay, I can give all my sergeants artificer armor. But maybe that's just a fancy Mark Four or a fancy Mark Three, or just reinforced. Oh yeah, or reinforced. And then you've got your Praetors who have like, yeah, I went and annihilated the Xenos race, and then Daddy gave me a suit of nice armor, and then it's different. Mm. So like, on the one hand, it's cool that it's not identifiable as a Mark because the 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 arms kind of like Mark Three. It's got uh, like a, the chest plate kind of looks like Mark Mark Four. So it's kind of, but at the same time. It's overly large. It, it the shoulder pads are too big. It's super static. Why is his axe for a model that looks so um, like fancy and or like has so much ornamentation on it? Why does his axe have two massive gouges out of it? There's just too many bits. It's it's too busy. There's too much of it contradicts with itself, <laughs> and it's quite clearly meant to be like a multi-part model that you can give like a hundred different options to if you wanted or like three or four different options in the box mm. um, you know I'm looking at it right now in detail and I think it is a really really stylized version of Mark 6 because the shoulder pads if you took away the ornamentation around the edge are Mark 6 style the backpack is a Mark 6 style the knee not the legs they've just got like fancy ornamentation on the top of what would be the greaves it's just the torso that's Sets it apart. Maybe it's the fact that it's also because he's got his axe kind of up because he's got his axe like in a ready position. Yeah. And because of the axe is blocking a lot of the model, it just I don't know. It just seems. I, I, th I think it's pure. I think what throws it is the torso in the middle. It's yeah. got another fucking tactical rock as well. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and also that feels like in a weird pose where he's kind of got his left leg leaning forward. It's the off mirror of the um, in, Indomitus. Except that he's, that one is leaning up. So yeah. The, the so because they've mirrored, mirrored it, he's yeah. leaning yeah. down it. Yeah, like, if you look really closely, like the, the the backpack is like what I would think is the Mark Six backpack. Well, then if you scroll up on that picture a little bit on the on the top of his backpack, where you've got all that fucking all that garnish, as I call it, and a top knot, mm. it's just like you know. I think because obviously the the new box set looks to be Imperial Fist versus Sons of Horus. Yeah. It's meant to be generic Legion Praetor, so you're probably going to have three or four different heads in the mm, box, a helmeted sure. head, whatever. And they've just gone, oh, what's the what's the definable thing about the Sons of Horus? Top knots. And, okay, I guess if that's the part of the law you're going to pull into plastic, then cool. I don't um, know, it just, for me it just feels, it feels like more of a 40k model than a 30k model. I know what you mean. But I think that is because... It's the the natural way that they, it's CAD work. 
Yeah. It's because it's designed in CAD, and we've got used to seeing all the 40K stuff yeah, in done in CAD. No, I'll disagree on that one, because if you look at all the other stuff they've done previously, with Forge World did, like um, all the, the Praetors and all that kind of stuff, and all the other bits, like you look at the calf set, and if I, rem if I, if I remember the, the calf set, and you had the chaplain type type dude and yeah. the terminator type dude and they were not they didn't look like 40k models okay you know they were fucking shit to stick together because they were you know push fit push fit but they they still had that kind of elements of 30k that we were used to by a forge work whereas this doesn't it doesn't feel like i think this is because it's meant to be generic yeah so like Everyone that has complained about oh that's a shit Sons of Horus Praetor, it's not. It's a Praetor. Yeah. It's just it's however the you paint it. The top lot is probably what yeah. made pe people think and it's. It, a... It's like we haven't seen the full contents of the box. The mm. other Praetor might be fucking you know dick to the brick amazing. Maybe. It might it might blow us all away. Mm. But just because the model that they chose to show off isn't your cup of tea, it's not my cup of tea. But I'm no. not bitching about it. No. Well, like, yeah. Uh, which brings us on to the contents of the box obviously we talked about the pictures the photos that got spoiled ages ago yeah um, plastic spartan aside because that's not important like it showed off that the box is completely Mark 6 Marines mm. which has caused many parts of the internet it's, it's to gone whine nuts oh my god <laughs> you know what I find funniest is that there's all these people on Instagram and that that are referencing like artwork and, this, and I'm like yeah, I've got the book that that was originally showing you. But the thing is, they're doing that because there are people who are like, oh, Mark VI wasn't a thing, only the Raven Guard had it. Oh, Games Workshop brought out that White Dwarf article to wreck on the law. Well, no, motherfucker, because mm -hmm. I'm here to prove you all fucking wrong. Oh, taxi, everybody. I have book fucking three in front of me right now. Extermination. Written in 2014-15, right? So it talks about the scouring of the Scallon sector, which is where the Raven God got their Mark VI from, right? So they were Mark VI was sent out for field testing. It was sent to the Salamanders and the Iron Warriors, uh, both of which legions said that they expressed reservations about the lack of heavy plating when, when compared, compared to the earlier Marks. Um, and asked for it to be revised for a heavy assault roll. Because that's what their tactics yeah. generally so were. Two infantry heavy legions, both renowned for fielding large... Good that time! We both um, renowned for fielding large infantry formations said this armour isn't heavy enough. So because Horus, for some reason, absolutely fucking hated Korax and Partharabo had said, look, can you kill this armour mark off? He sent it to the Raven Guard. Then the Raven Guard used it to completely wipe out um, like an Eldar remnant Empire, because it was like it suited their style of warfare. Yeah. Because it's a lighter armor, able to be modified it was, for stealth. It was quieter. It was quieter. It, like the energy pack was, or the, the the servos were quieter. Yeah. It, they smoother so they can move quicker and. Sorry, go on. That's obviously pre-heresy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you open that. What was that? This is this is the book free debate. Yeah. Well, this is. Yep. Whoa, explosion! We've got food and drink now. So, Mark Mark Six was given to the Raven Guard before the heresy kicked off. It so was in terms of the time, timeline, it wasn't like last minute. No, no. End of the heresy. It was in development before the heresy was even 
even the thing happened. So, the Raven Guard gave notes and were like, look, this is good, this is good, this could be better, this could be better. Those, most of those alterations were made, and Mark, Mark VI was confirmed. Initially, it was meant to be the fifth Mark of Armour, but in the interim between the Raven Guard finalising its field testing... Mark V, which was like an ad hoc cobbling together of in-the-field modifications, became um, like a ratified mark of armour. So Mars were like, okay, we'll acknowledge that armour pattern exists. Mark VI will be a thing. We're going to name it Corvus Armour in honour of the Raven Guard. So Mark V was kind of like the tech, tech marines creating their own version in the Mark, field, Yeah, Mark it? V was like field repaired or um, suits built for specific it's, combat roles. So just to go on a side note here, like, that's the thing that's confusing about, because Mark V armour as a miniature and as artwork is quite clearly its own thing. Yeah. Whereas the description of Mark V I've seen previously is that actually Mark V or Heresy armour as it's also called. It later became known as Heresy armour, yeah. It was... A mix of Mark Three, Mark Four, and this and the other because it was bits that were called together because of field repairs. Yeah, which and, is what Mark Five. Yeah. Was, so, but then Mark Five is quite clearly well. That's not a cobbled together version of other armors. It's Mark, its own um, thing. Mark Five, I think, uh, was a result of like modifying Mark Four to have better field. Like, right. So it's basically their way of going. Right. We need to make this better. We'll yeah. improve upon so it, and think then about that's, it, right. we'll we'll put them out. I'm um I'm. Primark, uh, and I'm like, right, um, I haven't got any Mark 6 yet. Mark 4 isn't doing the job that I need it to do. Hey, Tech Marine, modify Mark 4 for me so I can give it to my Marines and they can go and do this specific job. Mm-hmm. The Mechanicum are then like, oh, you changed me armour? Yeah. That's really not on. But can I see the version control but documentation, please? It performs really well, and you're the Omnissiah's son, so... Mm. Yes, I'm going to ratify it as a mark of armour. Yeah. So Mark Six gets ratified. It gets named Corvus Armour in honour of the Raven Guard. I didn't know that. I don't know how I didn't twig, twig that. But yeah. So that is before the heresy kicks off. There are Empress children in the Fulgrim book wearing Mark Six armour. There are. I can confirm. There are um, Sons of Horus in the first three books wearing Mark Six armor, which is, as we know, right at the start. To address the people that are like, start. to address the people that are like, uh, well, why have all the legions going to have it? Because obviously the new plastics are going to be used by everyone, right? But Ultramar was too far away to get stuff from Mars at the end of the war. What about the people fighting in the Thramas Crusade? What about the shattered legions that don't have right? So, the Mechanicum pre-heresy had uh, each Forge World had an altar. And these altars were all connected to Mars through the manifold. And before people are like, oh, the manifold's not a thing. The manifold wasn't a thing for Titans before Dan Abnett made it a thing. The Vox wasn't a thing before Dan Abnett made it a thing. The, <laughs> thing, about, it. the thing about fiction is when people add something cool to it, it then gets expanded upon. So each Forge world has an altar which is connected to the manifold, and the manifold is connected to Mars. So when Mars makes something new... They place it on the on the altar. The altar is like a big scanner. It's it's meant to be yeah, (laughs) but it's meant to be like the Omnissiah. It's meant to be like right. Let's see if the Omnissiah likes this. It's the physical representation of the Omnissiah. So they they make Mark Six. They put Mark Six on the altar. The Omnissiah gives it the thumbs up. That is then uploaded to the manifold, which is then disseminated to every Forge World in the Imperium. 
So all the Forge Worlds in Ultramar get updated from Thingiverse, and they have the <laughs> STL. <laughs> they have the STL for Mark VI. So when Gilliman's like, I need some new armour, um, what have you got? And the Magos opens his robe, and he's like, I've got Mark, Mark IV, Mark V, and this new Mark VI stuff. And Gilliman's like, well, I'll try that Mark VI well, out. In addition to that, you've got to remember the scale of legions. Yeah. Like, okay, what you see on the tabletop, which is... 20 tactical marines with Mark six armor. You speak for yourself, mate. <laughs> no, 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 okay, but as a, as a scale point of perspective, yeah, it's tiny, 20 right? tactical marines on a tabletop that's in Mark six armor compared to what? The 10,000, 20,000, 100,000 100, like, marines? So oh the, no, 20 of them have got Mark six armor all of a sudden. One of the other important things that a lot of people aren't accepting from the White Dwarf article that talks about armors through the ages is when it talks about Mark six being prevalent at the end of the heresy. It talks about it being given specifically to new Legion inductees because it's easier to make than the older marks. All the, as I've just explained, all the Forge Worlds had it. So if you're an Ultramar and you've just expanded, you've just brought another ten thousand Marines into the Legion. What's the fastest armor make to make? Mark six. Okay. It's also the I want, I want ten thousand marks of Mark six. Perturabo, who is like, nah, fuck Mark six. Like I want, um, I want Mark III iron armor, and I want Mark IV Maximus armor. They they te- play, te- they tested it. Okay, it wasn't suitable cool. for their requirements. You don't like it, fair enough. Well, fucking Tech Priest Bob can run you off. Like he's got enough resin, he can run you off like fifty thousand suits of Mark III. Or you can ring Fulgrim up and be like, "Do you want to trade some sprues?" And like, but also, okay, uh, go back to the, the I Warriors. Perturabo, he didn't like it, but he's he's tasked a unit of uh, or uh, a Praetor's tasked a unit of Seekers to do a job. It's a very specific job, and they're like, "We're going to need some better kit for this." But also, he did, he was pragmatic. Bob, can you do it? It's, it's one off. We know it's the, the uh, Persians like it, but there would hardly. It's a tactical decision. Do it for this mission. Does the job. In and out. Right. Fuck it off. Back into Mark Three. But like I say, he's pragmatic. So if he if he's exactly. told the only armor we have access to at the minute, well, I'm worried. Is a pragmatic, is, aren't they? Yeah. Is Mark Six? Well, fucking put Mark Six on. Mm. Like it might not be good enough. But it's better than the armor. Or, Pertrobo might be the big enough man to say, actually, the modifications that the Raven God made make sense. And if we'd been fighting a different war, I might have suggested the same thing. Mm. Well, how, like, I saw a comment on the Dark Angels page, someone saying, oh, well, why is the artwork of Firewing wearing Mark VI? Well, for the same reason that everyone has Mark VI, there's, there's, like, there's Triple X Foul, which is a massive... Forge world that the Dark Angels fucking roll out and save in Thramas, so there's no reason they couldn't have been rearmored there. Also, Mark Six fits the Firewing; mm. they're fucking assassins. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you're complaining that the law has been changed to fit something, then you have to complain that new Titans have been made. That was I was gonna go into this. You so have to complain that the Stormbird was made. You have to complain that the Ziphon was made. You have to complain because they were added later. Yeah, they you have to never... complain about every single Legion special unit that wasn't in the Bene- law prior I mean, to that. A lot of things. Sicarans always... weren't didn't exist. No, no, Venators don't didn't no. existed. But I, I was, what I was gonna say is like what I find what I found quite entertaining and just confusing about people that complain about Mark Six is like. We've had stuff that's been released before. I, I can't think of an example off the top of it. Actually, I can. The Warlord Titan or the Reaver Titan. Okay, and I'm talking like the 28 mil versions. Yeah. Right. When 
Remember when, um, I can't remember which cover it is, which book it is, but we got like the, the jigsaw puzzle of, a t of the Warlord Titan, which was like, oh my god, they're making a Warlord Titan. They got, how excited about that? Because it was a nostalgic kick back to the original yeah. Warlord Beetleback Titans, right? That was like the best thing that had ever happened in the world. This, we're going back to the original Road Trader stuff that was all, you know, Marines were Mark VI. Yeah, BKs. I've been looking... As part of a 40k project, I've been looking back at my old white dwarf, the original white dwarfs that I first bought, which were issues 129, 139, and 140, whatever. The first 40k battle report with Blood Angels in Mark VI beaky armor. Yeah. It was a classic thing. And before that, like, okay, another thing is the um, uh, the Imperial Space Marine. Mm. Remember when yeah. that came out? Everyone loved that. Everyone loved that. Because it was a throwback to the, no, the it's retro. Aaron. Oh, they're in Mark VI. Oh, you love it. But That's now, thing. all of a sudden, it's a big big issue. Everyone, everyone, no one batted an eyelid at Mark Aaron in Mark VI. Yeah. But I think the problem is that people it's have... Quantity. Very loud people in the community who have made the point that uh, certain legions didn't have it. Okay, well, Alan Bly isn't here to argue the point, but he said many, many times, and Anuj echoed him, and Neil echoed him, Every legion had everything. Yeah. It was part of the principal bellicosia that everyone had the same shit. And like, if you listen to the Dark Angels episode, access to it. we talked about what the principal bellicosia was, and it's basically the codex before the codex was written. So like, yes, Mark VI was developed, then it got disseminated to all the Forge worlds, then legions who desperately needed rearming, because they're fighting a civil war don't have the option to say, I don't like that mark of armour, I don't want it. I'll fucking strap a bin lid to my chest if I'm <laughs> if I'm having to fight a like fight. Sounds like a Thunder Warrior to me. Well, this is it, yeah. <laughs> I'm essentially a fucking Thunder Warrior. Okay. Here's, an, here's a, 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 a concept for you. Okay, like you say, there's a massive civil war going on, right? Uh, the Dark Angels, the, as per the lore episode we've talked about, they're coming from the Galactic Rim, They've been in a massive campaign with the uh, the um, the Night Lords. They they're heading off. They they transport into uh, a system that's got a forge world on it. Okay, mm. the Lion. I need resupplying. The forge lord. Uh, the forge world goes well. What time have you got? None. I need it now. Well, our fastest way of producing armor is Mark Six. Whatever. Get me Mark Six, yeah, and then I'll carry on the campaign. Because you need to put your dudes in armor, and that's what you know. That could have been. This is galactic scale. This could have been happening all over the place. And then to link it into the siege books, in the early siege books, it's it's signposted and talked about how the traitor legions have basically stolen children from all the planets under Horus's control, and they've hot housed space marines. They're just rapid, rapid. Because they need to replenish their losses, right? So they get to t they get to the Sol system. And they're not gonna. They don't have enough suits of older marks of armor to hand around. Mars can supply a shitload of Mark Six because it's the fastest to build because it's the newest. Okay, cool. Then strap in, lads. You're all getting Mark Six, and that's why I think we have a box set like this because if they're smart, they will set it as these are new Legion inductees. Like the box set can be set on Mar on, on Terra, or it can be set during like the the ring of iron whatever but from a law perspective it makes sense to have mark 6 it's a nice kit whatever from a personal perspective i think it's going to result in some extremely boring armies 
in the in the opening time that we have plastic marines because they're all going to look generic and they're all going to look the same. But as we discussed, if they start making more plastics for different marks of armor, that my issue with will go away. But I don't understand why <coughs> the community has tried to eat itself over Mark Six when there are much bigger issues that we've faced over the over the duration of this game, like when we were unsupported and out in the wilderness on our own. Yeah. No one took up the fucking torch and chased Mournival out of out of town when they started releasing rules. Like I don't personally like them, but I'm not gonna stop you from enjoying it. Oh yeah, knock yourself out. Like no one has no one has fucking tied King <clears throat> Fluff to, to a post and, and said, Oh, you're not allowed to do like the Crusade books or whatever. Let each person enjoy the hobby the way they want to. And if I don't want to do a whole army of brand new Mark VI, I don't have to. The same way as if, like, um, Luke, who loves Mark VI, wants to do a whole army of scars in Mark VI, have that. As long as, you, like, as long as your army is something you're happy to play with, then go for it. See, for me, um, like, uh, I mean, you know, let's not, let's not put it back the bush. I, I plan a lot of armies. They never actually happen, but I plan a lot of armies. The the Blood Angels were going to be a jump pack, Dead Revelation army, right? Based on the Siege of Terror, blah blah blah, blah whatever. When I saw when I see these leaked pictures that came out, and it was becoming quite clear, and as, as, it, as it transpired, it's going to be Mark Six heavy. I was like, at first I was like, I don't know if I'm going to use Mark Six. Yeah, my Blood Angels are going to be jump packs. These attacks in. and then I recently thought, oh, you know what? If we get the box set, I can use that to be like a mirror to the jump pack. Blood Angels, Mark VI, Siege of Terror, a couple of tactical squads in Termites, you know, just as another, just as a, a non-jump pack Blood Angels part of army. Just something different to do. They've, they'll fit, they've got that nostalgia feel because it's, you know, Blood Angels in Mark VI armour, the classic peakies that I liked back in the day when I was growing up. Cool, there you go, don't need to worry about it. So, like look at the chat that was happening in, in 69th earlier. Ollie doesn't like the beakies. But he likes the only thing he doesn't like about them is, is the, the helmet. actual helmet. So like change the helmet. And and so what? You've gone from having Mark Six to now you're wearing Mark Five, because that's the definition of Mark Five. It's a variation it's, of it's a it's a, a, a suit of armour that's been modified in some way to to suit the environment. I mean especially at the siege where you know, I know we were talking about like it's not a ball about the siege, but Marines were practical. If they'd lost the helmet, well, picked I'll, one pick, I'll pick up that helmet. Does, oh, what is it? It's um, Mark IV. That'll do. I think scene... Mark IVs would look good on the uh, Mark VI bodies, actually. Yeah, probably There's a scene in one of the earlier books where it's like on Istaban. They think it's about the Shattered Legions, and one of the Marines is like, right, well, I need a new pauldron. So he takes one off of Sons of Horus. Because he's just lying there. Because he's like, right, my armor's damaged, I need a new one. Uh, and later on, like he takes a helmet, and like the idea that you can't like mix and match, like we were saying earlier when we were talking about my black shields. Yeah, it looks really nice when you have a whole squad of Mark IV or a whole squad of Mark III, but at the same time, it can look just as good having mixed mix, mixed yeah. in. Yeah. I mean, it, for me, it's my you know my old OCD that I have to have them all the same. As simple as that. Like I, I love the concept of them being mixed and matched, but you've seen what level of 
bullshittery I've gone through to do my errands. <laughs> yeah, I've seen. And they're all technically in the same mark of armor. And like, if you imagine if I tried to do what you've done with tactical marines, I'd never get them done. No. Because I'd be too busy trying to figure it out and plan it all. And whereas when it comes to tactical marines, they're the core of the army. Boof, bash them all out the same. The the only places I couldn't personally see Mark Six are Shattered Legions. Well, I could see it in Shattered Legions because obviously oh, they had them pre. You know what? I'd say it'd be like maybe you know the the leaders. Or, I'm having the best armor. I literally, guys. my brain literally just fucking contradicted me as I was talking. Shattered legions and black shields More could likely. just fucking Steal attack it. and take a convoy's worth of. Yeah. Because it's what they do. Yeah. It's what they do in the books. It's what is you know. It's it's I mean, basically space. They might not get many, but you go okay. Whoever, who, right? I'm in charge. I'm having the best armor. I need the newest armor. For me, I think that the whole Mark Six controversy. Well, not controversy, but the whole Mark Six discussion is that. When I first started getting to 30k, I was, what is it, it's Mark 7, isn't it, in 40k? Mark 7 in 40k yeah. is the, the, the standard. The, the, OG, the OG first board. <coughs> I didn't like Mark 3. I didn't like Mark 2 and I didn't like Mark 3. And I wasn't a fan of Mark 4, because I was used to that Mark 7. When slowly over time, as I saw more and more of the Mark 3, and I kind of physically looked at it and kind of touched it and licked it and all the other kind of shit... <laughs> Then I, then I became more, yeah, I like the look of this because it's got a little bit more character. It's, you know, it's got a few more extra details. You know, like the pipes exposed and all this kind of stuff. And I think it's going to be the same with the Mark VI where initially everyone's like, mm, 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 mm. whereas eventually people are going to go, you know what, it ain't all that bad because we've only seen one model. We've not seen what's in the kit. We've not seen the weapon options. We've not seen the head options. You've not seen... What does the frame look like? We don't know what Legion upgrades we might get. And all this kind yeah. of stuff. Because the Mark III special weapons are different to the Mark IV special weapons. So you might get some, you know, sexier shit in the Mark VI box. But then, from my perspective, I'm looking at it from a World Eater perspective, and I'm like, they would make perfect scouts in power armor. Yeah. yeah. That Recon, Recon Marines. Yeah, they would make yeah. brilliant. Yeah, but like it, I pointed this out to someone on, I think it was either Crusader Heresy or the Heresy page, I can't remember which one, on Facebook. And they were saying, like, oh, they're going to be push-fit like um, like the Marines for Indomitus. And I'm like, they're not. Like, Forge World have just released Volkite Charger Pack with the hands painted in exactly the same shade of blue. Oh, no, I've, They've I've just that. re-released the Tartarus upgrades in the same shade of blue. So, at the very least, they're going to be head-separate and they're going to be hand-separate so you can give them alternate weapons. Well, if anything, right, the, the key thing there is, like, for Indomitus... You, you, you're talking about marines that are only have the option for bolt guns yeah. or hell blasters. That's pretty much it. In heresy, you can have entire squads of volkite chargers. You have entire squads of melter guns. Entire squads of a lot more options for support squads. So you, those plastic marines, I want a ten man Mark Six uh, support squad with volkite chargers. Yeah. You know, with, with so the they need to have the option to be able to swap out that Vulcan because obviously they said right it's going to be the, the rules are going to be based in Mark 7 and obviously I think it would be stupid of Games Workshop to move forward and invalidate a huge swathe of armies by saying you mean my 30k or 30k oh yeah your 30k or 30k <laughs> but for example if Games Workshop turn around right um, support squads aren't a thing anymore well yeah, you've just invalidated huge chunks of people's armies uh, like one of my low key fears is that they're going to drop version two, and they do the same thing they did with forty k. If it doesn't have a model, it doesn't get rules. 
and then you look at all the models that they don't make anymore, like the case assault ram, Achilles, the Achilles, yeah. and it's like. But at the same time, they might be making a plastic version. They might of it. be making like they could just bring the the upgrade pack for the Achilles back. Well, uh, that or like say if you do if you you're redoing a, a Land Raider kit. Yeah. The Land Raider's direct only now as well, I think. I mean, well, oh, if if we get Mark Twos, <sighs> Mark Two oh, B Mark Land Raiders. Well, <laughs> if you think oh. about it, the Mark Two B chassis, yeah, so exactly it's an upgrade kit to the plastic kit, isn't it? Is it upgrade? Yeah. It upgrades the plastic kit, but not only that, you swap the guns out, swap the last cannons for multi melters or Volkites. Volkites, and you've got an Achilles because then all you got to do is replace the front bit with a quad launcher. I mean, everyone, everyone got up in a tizzy when they took off the, when they took the Achilles away. But if you think about it from uh, the new like, perspective, you just put it out like, right, they're making a new Land Raider kit. So the old Achilles resin kit is going to have to be modified to fit the new plastic. So they take it away, a new plastic kit drops. Like, for, it, okay, it's a, it's a Mark, II plastic, Mark II B plastic kit. So the new Achilles kit only has to be Sponsons, the cannon, and a new front plate. And that's why they took it away, because they're... they're like, they're... Um, like for, forward proofing the range there's no point re-releasing an entire kit if you could if you're going to convert no, it imagine into how, imagine how salty you'd be like okay they bring the Achilles back cool I'm going to buy an Achilles Alpha I'm going to buy a couple of Achilles and it costs but it's finally back after it's like what what is it for an Achilles like 100 oh, quid or yeah, something oh, at least. so I drop 100 300 quid on Achilles and then I'm like sick great I've got my Achilles and then a year six months later a year later they're like here's the new plastic Land Raider and here's the new upgrade kit to turn it into an Achilles that's 40 quid. Well, ultimately I'm going to have to spend £100 anyway, because I'm going to need a plastic Land Raider and the kit. But, for my 300 quid, I could have got the new sexy Land Raider with the new sexy upgrade, yeah. and I'm still salty. Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've joked about it in a few places, but... That, that that last chance to buy with the Dimos Rhino and the Sakara, it's like, please buy my old stock because um, I'm not going to re-release this in plastic in a few months' time. Yeah, but I don't really understand how clearance sales work, so please pay the full price as well. But it's like the the that's the thing. Yeah, like if they turned around and they're all right, fire sale. I need to get rid of my old stock. It's like we've got a big ship coming in. It's thirty percent off or for. whatever. You know, I'd, I'd get a couple of cheeky rhinos at yeah. 30% off because the new plastic probably won't be cheaper than a 30% off resin. And I don't know, it, from a from an environmental point of view, I, I would hope that that's something they do if they've got dead stock because resin is incredibly hard to dispose of uh, in a safe manner. And yeah, I, I, you, you can't know, melt it down and reuse it, can no. you? So, you know, maybe they do do that, or maybe they bundle it up and give you a bundle price or whatever. But yeah, like stuff moving to plastic is great. Mark Six isn't the end of the world. Don't listen to the loud voices telling you it is because it's it's only a very small part of the community being very loud about it that's caused this much problem. Yeah, any any world in where there's more people that want to play my favourite game is better, as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. Yeah. And like I said, the only thing I'm mildly salty about is it's going to be, like, to the eye, it's going to be slightly harder for me to find really sick-looking armies because everything's going to look the same. So, but if you think back when Heresy first started, it was probably similar. 
we just weren't involved Probably. at that point. Yeah. It was because there was limited rules, limited units. So it was, as we know, it was look, perfect for you. Massive twenty man blobs of tactical marines everywhere. Barely any tanks. Because that's what was available at the time. Infantry is king, and it always will be. No. But that, that was my only complaint when, when they said, oh, it's all Mark VI. Because there are people in the 69 who... I mean, Dan, you don't like beakies because you don't no. like the aesthetic of them. No, I don't. I don't mind the aesthetic of them. I just, you know... I'm gonna. I'm probably going to buy some for my bad war force. Oh, yeah. don't, don't get me wrong. I will probably get the big launch box, whatever it is, because um, I won't be able to help myself. Yeah. But whether I do anything, well, if I do anything at all with the Mark Six in there, like like you were saying, Spin, it would probably be a completely different army. Yeah, yeah. but or an addition to. Yeah, I think. The way, I, I, I wouldn't, add it, wouldn't add it to my word bearers. No. Wouldn't add them to my Imperial fists. Uh, Ultramarines. Um, I wouldn't add them. To the only I think, way I, I think the only army you can put them in is Raven Guard. I was because they've say. got the they've got the the new the Marines, which were bigger. No, no. no. And Deliverance Lost, when he started oh, making the, the improved yeah, the, Marines, the Raptors. The Raptors, the Raptors uh, I think the Raven Guard is the only force in which you could put the new beakies next to the old ones mm. and have a, a legitimate reason, legitimate for, like law reason to it, say for, that for they're me, the Raptors. It's like I was saying, the way they work is if they're your only infantry in the army. Yeah. Uh, where you could still use, like, like with Blood Angels, as long as I don't mix them in with... Like the assault marines, which are smaller, or tactical marines that are smaller, it won't be a problem because the vehicles are vehicles, the we'll infantry of infantry. Put the big ones at the front because all the others are further away. So the parallax effect will mean that they do the But that's how I look at it. It's like if I'm, I, I'm like you, going to get the set, whether it's a brand new legion, but I'm like, oh, it can still be a legion that I do, it just has to be a different army. Mm-hmm. As long as it doesn't mix in with other stuff. Like my issue with Raven Guard, I mean, other than your law reason that you just came up with, is that the more Dathan are wicked models in Mark Six armor. When you put them next to the new guys, they're gonna look a bit out of place, and that's a a Legion specific unit. Which is why I think they're gonna re-release much them. like they did with the uh, although the to destroyers. Be fair, the more Dathans are markedly bigger than the other um, uh, the, the the standard scouts. Recon Marines. Even. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never compared them to the. the yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. I've got some more data than the Midnight Terran. And yeah, they, they fit in with the Resin Mark VI, because I've got some of those. Okay. But they, I didn't, I've never compared them to like, yeah, other they, they models. Because uh, I had. Do you remember you lent me one uh, to look at for, for potential conversion? Mm. Uh, and they gave it you back. They are markedly different. To, oh, okay. Well, maybe they're, maybe that's what they're basing it on them. It was because I was going to do a vigilator for my word bearers with them, and then they released the vigilator model. Ah, uh, yes. What were you going to say, Anne? I was going to say, but I think you, with regards to the Mark VI, you're going to see an awful lot of Raven Guard armies just spring out, out of nowhere. Or oh, an Alpha Legion. I think Alpha Legion is going to be the yeah, big one. Raven Guard, White Scars, Alpha Legion, for me, they're the, they're the, the people that I've heard the most excited about. Just because, because of the eye. You know, when I think of Mark VI, <clears throat> it's like the only thing I, the only time I've ever got hold of Mark VI. Um, was I did them as vets for my bad app war Your raptors. raptors. That's what I was so, going to do. So ultimately, I could either add some raptors, or I could go down the Raven Guard route, or I could use them as recon marines for the world eaters. Am I going to pick up the box set? Probably. Depends okay. on cost, depends what's in it. If it's anything like, say if it's like an Adominus type box set, so you're looking at, uh, 
150 quid or whatever it's going to be. But depending, going on those pictures that were leaked yonks and yonks ago, if everything's in that box, it's going to be fucking pricey. Yeah. I it's still, I mean, we've all seen the photos. I still don't believe that that spot and in the pictures is part of the box set. Right. Games Workshop have never, ever put a miniature on the back of a box art that it's isn't in the, the box. Really? Yeah. Scenery they have, yeah. because scenery... They used to put scenery in the box of the original... Fair, you know, the oh. Well, yeah, if there's going to be plastic spot in there, there, that's going to be there expensive. There are legalities around things like that, because what, the box art has to show what's so in the box. So mis-selling what's in the box, yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Fair, well, in that case, if that's because in there... Because before, you used, have, you used to have scenery not included. The only, yeah. the only thing that I would have said was that is it actually the picture from the box or is it like an article picture it looks like box art because if it was an article picture from the white door for example <laughs> I, I think i think in one of the pictures you can see the the box art well when there you go then well, well if, the thing if is, the spartans in there that's going to be an expensive but, kit. but ultimately yeah. what what will happen is we'll find out in five weeks yeah or soon it's it's may. april tomorrow may may yeah. may, may yeah. the what the seventh i think it was something like it? that second week of first week of may i mean the the first article they drop next week could be here's the here's the box yeah. content yeah, yeah. 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 and then the next article after that be like oh here's uh, plastic car in the i imagine that knowing how they generally work they will tease it out as best they can do so the next article might be some artwork then the next one might be the alternative prey tour and Con- controversial time you know how marines are two wounds in 40k don't <laughs> don't do it do not do not you do that <laughs> right I'm, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a bold prediction here no just wild spotlight in you man so I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a, a bold prediction here so you know how all the best terminators of the game are two wounds yeah either they will all be one wound and every fire drake in the in the universe will be sad or no, they won't. This will probably have a ridiculous save. Toughest I mean, five. <laughs> or all the Terminators will be two wounds. That would have been an interesting because the change. Because there needs to be parity across yeah, everything. If anything, this uh, Heresy 2.0 to me is like, right then, it's what? How, how long has it been out? So it's the it t- needs it's to ten level, years. It needs to level out everything, doesn't it? It's the 10th anniversary this year of Horace Heresy. Well, there you go. So yeah. 10 years it's been out. The, the new edition needs to kind of sort out that disparity, uh, disparity between different units that have got should have the same sorts of like say wounds. Yeah, there's always been whether it's standardising the wounds or I think having toughness five on terminators would be quite cool. Nah, fuck that. Yeah, I or, mean that that screws with it. Oh, like, even if instant death is still a thing, I don't. Well, know there's the other thing as well. We don't know. I mean, this is I think. Like, Although they're not changing the rule book, are they? Uh, yeah. The. the Oh, maybe well, they, no, they said it's based on the seventh edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, what that to what so, extent that means? So it's going to be Heresy, um, one point three. Well, well, no, so no, it's, it's, it's 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 AO. So the current edition is Age of Darkness. Yeah. So if they don't change the name of it, it will be Age of Darkness two. Yeah. Because we went from seventh ed. Yeah. To the Christmas release of Age of Darkness. Yeah. And then now there's the new one, which yeah. I I don't think they'll change the branding of. I don't think. Just remember when um, the community team accidentally put the Siege of Terror art, um, logo on the Imperial Fist Praetors, mm-hmm. and everyone lost their fucking mind. And I, like a few people were like, "That's quite clearly the um, like the asset from the Black Library stuff they've just put on the wrong on the wrong, on the wrong thing." thing. 
because obviously now we've got the new Horus Heresy branding. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Warhammer Horus Heresy. I, I, I do, I do, I do like nice. I, like I do that. like the kind of odd Middle Eastern vibe to the to the soundtrack as well. That was cool. Yeah, that was yeah. The thing I've noticed about the logo is if you look at the forty k logo, it's very um, it's very appealing for children to look at for youngsters. You look at the AOS logo; it's very, it's slightly more refined, but it's still that big blocky font. Like, yeah, look at me! And then you look at the Horus Heresy one, and it's got a more refined, more adult kind of. For a discerning gamer. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, yes and no. But if you, and then like we were saying earlier, the cinema, cinematic was obviously aimed at an older demographic. Yeah. Because it's violent as fuck. Yeah. And then I think, I hope that Games Workshop have realised that the Horus Heresy player base. Is older, and then like yeah, younger, youngers, 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 younger people are going to come into the into it if it's in Hello. plastic. <laughs> Hello, fellow children. Hello, fellow children. <laughs> you know the thing for me, if say for example, if if second edition or series as the first edition, it's just got a few tweaks. I think Isla would probably come into it. Yes, and then we can take her to events, and she can crush egos. Exactly. Yes. As just we on, just on the, the pure basis that she she likes marine. She's got the pastel boys, so you Empress know, children for her. Exactly. I think. So you know what I mean. So I, I think if it is if it is going plastic heavy, as as it says in that article, but you know you just pointed out, I think we'll get a different generation of people coming into the horror series because at the minute, if you look at say for example some of the community. It is toxic as fuck. Oh, man. There's some absolute fucking cock bombles out there. But, you know, that is I think that's is. the case for everything. I think the only one I... I mean, multiple the groups... Yeah, the ones are really fucking chill. Well, no, the, the, I mean, multiple groups across multiple systems. Mm. And I think that AOS is probably the... It feels like the least toxic I of honestly the think game systems. That's because when they killed the old world, all the toxic Gronards carried on playing the old world. Yeah. And they didn't transition into AOS. So AOS was they able just, to... They just completely popped it off. Because I, I, I have a lot of time and a lot of respect for the way that AOS is run. Like, not only from a, an event point of view, but also, like, their community stuff and, um, like, how they do the releases for the games. It's curated in a way that it's obvious that the team care and understand about the AOS universe, right? So you look at... Each army. I'm not gonna lie. I was probably initially in the camp of, oh, what are the non I mean, I didn't. World? I didn't like it to begin with. That's because they hamfisted it at the start. <laughs> but it, I've got. I've grown, grown to like it a lot more. It was like, I'm Generation X. I don't give a shit. I'm like, show me my new shit. <laughs> this is the thing. Yeah, it's it. Whereas I am firmly in the camp of just bring the old world back, please. But it, but <laughs> you can't you can't deny that AOS looks nice. I, You're not no, it, are you? no, I'm, no, I'd see, I'd, I'd, I'd firmly go. I can deny that. It well, looks you nice. don't like AOS miniatures, like the, the really? Yeah, yeah they're the, the the too cartoon-like. About, about two thirds of the stuff I think is cartoony, Fair. and just not in my aesthetic ballpark at all. You're not sending death threats about it, are you? No, because it's like it's fucking toy soldiers, yeah. and, and you're not set fire to your army. Uh, look, people love it. Fine, do you know yeah. what? People love French art house cinema. I can't fucking stand it. I know people who love Charles Dickens. Charles Dickens can get out of his fucking grave and shove his own dick up his arse, frankly. <laughs> but I'm not going to stop other people no, exactly. from enjoy- loving what, doing exactly. what they love. This is the thing. I, like I say, I, I have a lot of time for the AOS, the way it's dealt with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can see it's managed well. It's, I think that's because the, the people that are in charge of it have an involvement in the community. So they have the they have the finger on the pulse in the community. The the forty k 
the way that's handled with the community is completely wrong in my opinion because it's driven by tournament play. Mm. So 40k is now entirely based around how things perform at tor- tournaments. So you've got people who want to play narratively constantly on the back foot. AOS recently in their most recent update instead of adjusting points values said right from now on we're going to do something called priority targets these models are good so we're not going to nerf them we're not going to make them prohibitively expensive so you can't use the army and and thusly invalidating your collection but if your opponent kills that model they get bonus VPs so now your really really good models you have to think about right I don't want to lose that because it's going to lose me four VPs or whatever. That, to me, tells me that that team understands that you can't game. can't just adjust everything by points. Yeah, which is why I hope that the Horace Heresy still has members of the Forge World team in, in the, the mix. Because as much as you can complain about how Anuj was clearly on fucking crack when he wrote Ruinstorm <laughs> and how the custodians are still mental they understood and had their finger on the pulse in the community in many ways and I don't want the 40k treatment in Heresy Yeah, that's my biggest concern and that's my only concern about the open day which I'm, we said we weren't going to touch on very much but there's again a big hoo-ha about oh they've invited content creators but they've only invited painters. Well, yeah. Why would they invite people that aren't paint? Like, the majority of the hobby is painting. It is, if you think about it, in terms of games. But you can't... For example, what we do as content creators... Yeah. But If me and you, uh, if us four were stood in a room and we had lanyards on that said content creator, oh, what, what do you do? We make a podcast. Can I see it? Not with your, not with your yeah. eyes, mate. But you can listen to it. Also, you're 12. Don't listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> you know why? Because I say cunt quite often. It's all right. So There's no such thing as bad words. There's only bad content. <laughs> in, in all honesty, when, when, when it said, like, you know, we're going to invite you kind of, you know... Um, content content. And I looked at that and I was... And I straight away, even without... Before we kind of talked in the chat about, is there anything in the inbox? And I was like... There is absolutely zero no, there's chance. There's no chance. Zero chance. We didn't even have a fucking Nigerian prince offering us money in no. that inbox. But but ultimately, I think... Tell you what we did have. We did have some twats on Redbubble trying to steal our designs. Those yeah. motherfuckers. Not but anymore. The, Shut down now. Yeah. But, but no, but I think, I think looking at the content creators that are going to be at the open date on the 6th, isn't it? When do they go on it's sale? The, it's the 7th, is there? Uh, Monday. Monday at 7pm. We're going to have to get what, one in the morning out. or at night? No, 7pm. Oh, PM. PM. Right. I'm post meridian. I'm working from home that day. It's going to be a very I'm, well, popular. I'm, I'm, event. Gonna, I'm going on, it depending is, yeah. on how many tickets I can buy. I'm oh, going no, I've got, I've got Isla, haven't I? Yeah. Bring Isla. Bring Isla. Isla. Something like ten or a ticket. It, it depends on how much the ticket is. It's a ticket. Is it just a tenner? Yeah. Is that what? It might doing? even be free for kids and under a certain age. I will buy you a fucking ticket. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy yeah. you and Isla a fucking ticket. It'd be dangerous because I'll be like, Isla, I've got, my, I've got, get on my shoulders and get a really big stick and just twat people. I, I've got, I've, as I was saying to Spin, I've now holding three job offers, so yeah. I will buy you and Isla a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no well, thing. No, that makes me Merry feel fucking Christmas. But well, uh, I, I really hope I can get to go because more than anything else, it's not just about the that. It's once again a bunch of us getting there, getting to like see cool stuff, go to Bugman's. And just meet people in the community, hopefully. Get white eye of the Wi-Fi code, get on the <laughs> switch in the corner, knock yourself out, get off for six hours on Fortnite, 
on that controversial thing, Fortnite's dropped building, so it's more like... I don't know what that is. Firstly, it's more like an FPS now. Building what? You, you, could, build, you, could, be, you, you build, could build like... Oh. It was a bit like Minecraft with guns. It oh, was, fair enough. <laughs> I like the building. Did that, did that blue-haired prick who plays it on Twitch kick off again? Who? Is this, is it ninja or some shit? No, I don't fucking know. Don't but know. anyway, it's a, it's um, a world of freaks. He's yeah. a grown ass man that plays Fortnite. He, it's something he should. Be he don't. <laughs> oh, I wasn't gonna say that. I was thinking it. But um, <laughs> for, no, but for, for, for the so open, just for the open day, if the tickets go available on Monday, I probably will have a look. But then, uh, my only problem with it is. I don't need a reminder. I will, is, yeah. It's going to be. You're even going to get lots and lots of OG gamers like us go down to it, or you're going to get lots of newbies that are going to be going into it. I, but I think it's going to be more OG going there. Do you know, I have just, a, I have it'd be people want to go there to try and ask, when's it coming out, how is it going to be? Yeah, no, fuck that. Do you know That's what, basically what a lot of people want to go there and ask. Well, okay, so do you know what I wish? If, if, if I was running that event, yeah. right, and this is pertinent to a conversation we've been having in the group, yeah. I would get people like us to run demo games. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. That that would be the perfect thing to utilise podcasters for. Absolutely. If, if we got an email to say, right, Fosfex Party, come and run a demo table for us. Yes. I, uh, Edge of Empire, come and run a demo table for us. Um, fucking fly Eye of Horace over and get some absolutely lunatic Australian bullshit going on in the corner. Mm. Like, that's the perfect use for the, for the guys that don't paint stuff. Because my... This is going to sound elitist, but I, I it's not. But if you look at some of the content creators they've invited, they're predominantly 40k and AOS painters. Yeah. Some of them have been posting recently, oh, I've, I've picked up the first book in the series, I'm really hyped, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. If you are relatively new to, th- to 30k, or you're brand new and you want to learn more, and you go up to your favourite content creator and say... What what do I need? What what's this? What's that? And they go, I don't know. Yeah. More importantly, from a uh, a practical or I suppose business sense, if you are trying to sell a new game system as Games Workshop, and you know you are trying to expand that game system beyond its current community, i.e., try and pick up some of the 40k AOS players that have only ever played those. Oh, games. It makes sense to invite those creators. That's what I'm saying. Those people that are playing 40k and AOS will probably already be following those creators yeah. so and therefore all of a sudden they go hang on they're going to a heresy open day mm. well, I like them I'll go and see them yeah. which, brings in, which brings in Dan's point because right you go and talk to um, I don't know fucking Jim Bob Jeff who is uh, who, who's a thir- who's a 40k creator all them people go and are like right I, li- I like you I follow you on Instagram or I follow you on YouTube tell me about heresy um, I'm new to it but you see those four guys over there at that table. They're swearing a lot. They, um, their Fosfex party, they run a podcast, they know a lot. Or go and talk to Edge of Empire or Eye of Horus or any of the, the podcasts they've invited to run their demo games. Done. Yeah. Like Then you've got all your staff to float around who aren't tied to demo tables who can do the selling, who can answer the questions like, when does this come out? What do I need to run an army? What do I need? Yeah. What well, those demos do I are doing are literally teach people the mechanics of the game. It's fucking free. Mm. Like, if they turned around to us and said, Do you want a free admission and lunch and run demos for us? I'm in. Well, the thing is, though, but, and, but this is where we're quite unique as a podcast because I've 
because as, a, as the Fat Cats Gaming Club, which is obviously where we originate from, that's how we all know each other, we've done multiple shows running multiple different games for multiple different Fucking award-winning. Award-winning. Award-winning games. Yeah. We've won... We've won dozens of the fuckers, haven't we? We've got Hammerhead. No. We, didn't we win Hammerhead like three years on the bounce? No, not Hammerhead. It was... Uh, it was one in Sheffield, wasn't it? Partisan. No, not Partisan. What was the one? It was the two-dayer. Yeah. It went really shit. I mean, it's now folded. Spartan. Derby. 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 Derby World War yeah. Games. Yeah. Yeah, we won that like three or four years we got, on the bounce. We got, we got second honourable mention at Salute. Which is pretty good going, uh, yeah. considering well, the number of demo games you have there. to pay it. To yeah, salute, salute is very political when it comes to demo tables. Um, we did, we got Hammerhead for the Panzerfaust um, orc dinghy assault thing, which yeah. was fucking hilarious. I but, sold our Saga game to Saga. Yeah, <laughs> Saga yeah. Zombies. But this, this is the thing, right? So the guy, the head of Warhammer community, wants to run the event. Okay, well, we'll podcasts. What do most of the podcasts do? Run events. So, what are they also really good at? Talking about the hobby enthusiastically for a long time. So, what what do you want to do? Okay, we'll give them demo tables where they can grab passers by to play ZM or play like a massive tank battle. I'm going to come up with a counterpoint here. Oh, spin! No, in that fucking buzzkill, man. Yeah, unfortunately, I am. But okay, for games working that. I completely agree with everything you've just said. Absolute 100% agree. But then I think about it from Games Workshop's perspective. What have they got that they've been trying to create and trying to um, have in their business since we worked there? What's that? Staff that can run demos of their games. Yeah. That is they part of their job. But, but they, can't, they, they can't. don't have the numbers. They clearly can't. They they can't no, because no, they aren't they, doing it. We know they can't. No, but no, no. From the they 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 go, they we've can't. got staff who can do this, but, no, no, but we I don't think, have to pay I think to be this. I don't think that's the current... Because, right, they would have never, 10 years ago, they would have never invited content creators. No, they that's would true. Have never spoken. I'm a kind of agreeing with but you. They would but have never spoken about other podcasts on Warcom because they've talked about Remembrance's Retreat, they've talked about Road to Terror. They have more engagement with the community now than ever before. So maybe it's just not occurred to them that they can use yeah, yeah, like people like us that way. But like I say, what from from a logistics point of view, you get eight, ten dudes from podcasts. The morning you get there, sign this, which is just your fucking. I will not assault a member of the public. I will not touch someone inappropriately. Mm. Piece of paperwork. Well, you'd have to see our checked before you. Well, yeah, yeah. Though, but, you know, here's anyway. your here's your version of the rules. You've got half an hour to learn how to run this demo. Uh, fuck it, I'm in. Let's go. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Do you know, uh, the thing is, they could provide the rules to us in a, a week in advance, and we could we we've got the resources to provide all the all the models they would need. All the scenery that they would need. Yeah, we could bring tables. We, we could bring, bring a table. the whole game. We could bring a whole fucking scenario. Probably we could make it four player. Yeah. Book in half an hour slots. 
So it'll private, look, but I'm just seeing what they'll do is go. We've got staff existing that we can. Oh, yeah. They've it, already signed is, all this, this stuff. Is, yeah. This is not. This is what's going to happen real, on the day. This is clearly not. Yeah. It's happening what, on the seventh of May. It's, well, no, it's what's going to happen on the day is that they've got their own staff that they can throw in. They're not going to do demo games. They will not do okay. demo I games. I thought they said that they could learn how to it play the game there. The, no. They will have demo shitty little two square boards with ten models aside. Going. This is a bolt gun. Here, roll five dice. Which completely misses the point about the epic scale. Of Horus I forget gaming. about those they, things. They, they won't be like lead games, but no. When I was in the Privateer Press um, insider program, the motto for that was "You bring the bodies, we bring the game," and the whole purpose of that was <clears throat> I was there to facilitate other people playing. So I had everything I needed for you for you guys to have a demo night. Yeah. Because in order to get into the program, I had to have two painted battle boxes, and I had to have a store that said. This guy runs demos for me. Like, I admire Games Workshop's transition into having content creators part of... I, I assume they have some form of insider's program because they have right. models sent out to the yeah, creators. Yeah, yeah. I like that they're finally doing that. They could engage more with certain parts of the community. And I think the toxic parts of the community would soon be isolated and and, and moved further into, like, the... The wilderness, the yeah. ash wastes. Well, this is the thing. <laughs> On a giant tick. <laughs> <clears throat> right, I've seen lots of people complaining that, oh, um, Eye of Horus have been torchbearers for the heresy for a long time, and they've not been invited. Which ones are they all? Uh, the Australians. Shit come. Okay. But they're looking at it in the microcosm of, oh, they've not invited Eye Hor of Horus. That's an insult. Well, they haven't invited all. any. Like I said, they've not invited no, any invite. podcasters because you can't look at a podcaster's work. You have mm. to. You have to put time in to listen to it. Uh, but like the people they have invited, like Omega on Edge, is an absolute fucking god Ooh. in the hobby. He's the guy that does the the Alpha Legion. You probably don't follow him, but he recently put out. He does some really good stuff. He recently wrote a book about how to paint. Uh, Warhammer miniatures with oil paints Ooh. and he was like it's free is he the chap that's been doing the Ifrit yeah the, the Alpha Legion yeah yeah fucking really he's nice he's an Instagram type dude he yeah, is, yeah yeah but so he... I think this I think this so you know what you're saying about the, the the getting more involved in the community yes good thing uh, but I think what they are is they're a really low level of maturity so if you compare what um, things like you think think about some like Raid Shadow Legends yeah. like that that shitty mobile app game and how that's promoted right and so we get sponsored by them exactly GW are work GW have gone like little baby steps they've gone we can get free advertising from these people by engaging a handful of people oh. we can get free advertising but they haven't followers. gone they haven't moved beyond that and actually there's if you look at some more Raid Shadow Legend or like these mobile games or if you look at um, engagement with things like Total War and, yeah. and how they Creative Assembly how they roll that stuff out the preview stuff building the hype there's so much more they could do but basically they're, they're like they're like a dog that's just figured no it's like a, a teenager who's just figured out that the dick's not just for pissing out of yeah yeah. that's where they are they haven't got to the point where hang on a second if I'm a suave motherfucker you know what it would be? They spent so long doing this, hugging, yeah. holding on to yeah. their IP and everything that they own. I, I know I'm doing a visual thing that is just yeah. useless for podcasting. He's hugging but, himself. But I'm hugging himself. That, that, they've spent so long with that mindset and they've gone, we need to be in touch with the modern world, which is content creators, Instagram, 
TikTok, but I mean Twitch, whatever, mm. and all these, and they've gone, okay, we'll, we'll release a bit here. Oh, that's worked yeah. a bit. And they're opening so, up a little bit, but they're sort of, still afraid yeah, well, to go. Yeah, of course they're going to be afraid because, say, say for example, you know, to slightly go off piece, look at, say for example, of course they're afraid. Look at the NID Codex. I've seen the NID Codex and it's not even released. Oh, but I thought it I mean, was that, released. That's internal problems. Yeah. The thing is, but, but but if you're sending stuff out to to do stuff with, and so so turn it on its head, right? So we, I, I have this conversation about web content at the university all the time. Yeah. Right. Because most people's expect, most people start. Let's hide everything mm. and then decide what to show people. Yeah. And what you have to do, if you really want to engage, if you, if you want people to come and do your course, right, say at the university, what you do is you turn that on its head and you say, we give away everything, everything's free, what are the bits that we need to have internally? Okay. What bits do we need to hide? Yeah. Because the reality of it is, if you give away about 20% of your course for free, then the yeah. number of students that sign up for it goes up by a factor of three or four. Whoa. So what you basically do is you give them the first four weeks free, right? They can study the place. If you want to study beyond this, sign up for the whole yeah, module. Yeah. Well, then I suppose that's what they did with um, 40K 8th edition, where they gave the rules away for free and release Well, they do, they do it on 9th as well. Yeah. You can get the core rules for AOS and 40K for free, free. and you buy the book. My, the, the, the only trap that I could see the Games Workshop have avoided by doing this mm. is it's quite easy to look at uh, Instagrammer's content and be like right, this is a safe non-controversial figure within the community who is very um, engaged with their own community yeah. mm. and makes very good content. They don't have to be a heavy metal painter they don't have to be like the next fucking angel um, Gereldes. Gereldes. They could be an average painter that have made their own niche and have their community. Well, that's great. Engage with them. Bring them on board into the insiders or to the content creating program, whatever. The, the issue when it comes to podcasts is if, like us, there are 26 episodes all over three hours long, someone has to go through and vet that to make sure... But, yeah, we have opinions. And we say if something isn't, <coughs> isn't good, we'll say it's not good. But we're all Horace Heresy fans. We're yeah. all predominantly Games Workshop fans. I mean, again, going back to some of the early examples of use, if you think about the latest release of the latest Total War Warhammer game, yeah, and how they previewed it, there were people doing streaming content on the new on the new thing eight weeks yeah. before the release. Yeah. And um, they were all they were all clearly tied by moratorium, so it was like I can show you the first fifty turns of the game. I can now show you the first seventy five turns. Yeah. Now show you the first hundred turns. I can now tell you what I think about the game. Fine, work within that. But you could get. I'm not to tell you what I think about the game. This bit of the game is shit. Yeah. This bit of the game needs working on. This bit of the game still got bugs in it. But actually, from Creative Assembly's point of view, doesn't matter no. because it's not. It that isn't purely about selling one unit it's it's exposure across the world it, by that point everybody wants to play the game because I get to play demons in Warhammer mm. yeah. do you know what I mean uh, that, that's the next evolution and actually from GW's point of view engaging with somebody like us to run demo games for them and, re and, and sort of like talking about the game actually it almost doesn't matter what we say about the game no, but what I mean is 
yeah, okay, so some poor soul has to go and dredge back through our back catalogue. Yeah. And they hear us say something about someone that's not very nice, or they hear us say, oh, this, this was shit, or whatever. That's fine. That's an opinion. That's not legally actionable. But then you look at the later end of RFI, where they were like, buy recasted miniatures. Oh, yeah. Game. Like, that's what I mean. They don't... I can, I can see, like you say, this first baby step being content creators, and the next baby step being... Or let's involve some trusted event runners because we know from you know, and then and then maybe let's reach out to some podcasts that we know are consistent and they like the game. Because I, I imagine well, we know the might have event runners there. We don't know. Well, no, this is it. But yeah. this is the point. But I think it would be terrible for, for them to reach out to the wrong individuals, and then I, you, yeah, you know but, I mean? so, yeah, I get that. I do get that. But it's about risk and reward, and the risk is really low. It's very easy to go. Do you know what cut ties with that people? Hmm. Done. Yeah, yeah. Well, then, all, but then ultimately, you know what? What will make me smile in, in my little sick and twisted mind that I have? How many people are out there that are like us that will do quite a lot of thirty k content? And you know, I mean, we've been involved in the hobby for you know between the four of us, you're looking at a hundred years worth of hobby time. Yeah. And you're going to get some people who are going to be like really kind of like. Bitter about the fact that they've not got the, the golden, the Willy Wonka golden ticket, and whereas we're all sitting there going, yeah, whatever. Yeah. That means we can go there, go to Bugman's and get half cooked, yeah. and then just take the piss out of it. Like it would have been nice to get an invite, but am I salty about well, it? No, okay. I don't get so, the, the, uh, one more point I want to make about GW being really naive and immature in their approach to this. There are two people that, as uh, if you're talking about getting people into painting or premium grade five star battle rep content, there are two people that you'd have. That's David Brains yeah. from the 30K channel and Duncan Rhodes. Yeah. Duncan yeah. Rhodes, okay, here's the thing, right? I've, and this is not a reflection of the content that Duncan Rhodes provides. I've unsubscribed from him because um, without blowing my own trumpet, he's not telling me anything I don't know how to do. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, the, You're the an experienced painter. I'm an experienced enough painter that the stuff he's covering isn't a, 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 doesn't provide any value to me. If I was trying to sell Horus Heresy, Duncan Rhodes has got a huge follower base of people. He's going, this is how you paint. He's got 18 fucking legions he could go through. Yeah. But they won't because I guarantee the reason they won't, because he's, he's gone and done his own thing. He used to work for us. They'll be bitter and twisted about it. Going back to the yeah. holding on to Order it. it. Uh, similarly, David Brains, and I know he's just wound the channel up, and that's very, very sad. Yeah, um, that I is think, I, I think it's a, it'll, be, it'll be a blow to a lot of people who really enjoy his content. But they didn't. That was, that, the timing of that and this, in terms of a lead time, if they were going to ask him, they would have asked him. Yeah, yeah. And when we know there's, a, there's an Australian creator coming yeah. who has said that it's comped. Like the airfare's paid for. Yeah, yeah. So like, right. So let's look at it on the same scale as as Twitch. If anything, Twitch is a smaller company. Yeah, they're owned by Amazon, but then they're not financially backed by Amazon, in many ways. When Twitch do things with content creators, they if they want them to be in a specific place to do a specific thing, they enable that and and pay for them to be there. Okay. So yeah, Games Workshop have if what I've read in on. Instagram is true. They are they have sorted out the airfare for this Australian content creator. Okay. There are people coming from Ireland. There are people coming from the states. That's 
great because it's it's a diverse pool of the players. It's not just people that live nearby who can get there on their own. See, I think that's really good. Yeah, I no, I, 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 really, I didn't realise that because I did because when you say content creators, then you obviously automatically think yeah, just UK based. But if they're bringing people in across from across the globe, fair play. It well, shows then, their commitment to it. But then I think you're going to have a lot of people who are salty with regards to that they are primarily 40k, they're primarily agency kind of stuff. Initially, but then, but I, I was one of them. But I think that's quite good. Yeah. Personally, I, mean, I think that's a good thing. Because that, to me, means that, from a selfish perspective, and running the club, backcats.com and all that crap, <laughs> I think... If we get more people into 30k, that means we've got fresh blood, we've got new people. There is no, no da- downside for me to having more yeah. people who like playing the same game by So initially I was salty because I was like, where's Court of Paint? Where's Meadows? Yeah. Where's... And then I was like, actually no, because Court of Paint, I think is now going anyway, but I haven't announced it. Court of Paint, Meadows Miniatures, like, they're there in the heresy community already, they run painting classes for experienced... Well-established, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. They, they run classes for experienced painters to get better. Do I want, as a brand-new like comer to the community, want to go to an event and meet someone who I follow because they are as good or slightly better at painting than me, therefore I can relate to them, or do I want to go and be told by a multi-golden demon winner how to, how to do something... With a hairy stick, even though all of their stuff is with an airbrush, because Games Workshop don't have an airbrush. So yeah. I can, I went from being like, "What the fuck? Why is there no heresy people there?" to that makes a lot of sense because they're not appealing to me, who's been playing heresy for years, yeah. who has, who's been playing war games since I was eight. Like I can paint, I can go on YouTube and learn a new technique. I can, you know, I'm not afraid to get oil paints out. Or I can ask you and, and Dan, how do I do this thing? If I was like in my late teens, which I think is where this game is being aimed at, and I went to an event and I could talk to... doesn't matter if they're a pretty woman, that helps, to be fair. But if I could talk to my favourite content creator and say, oh, I'm really glad you're getting into this game as well, Like, how would you paint this? And they can give me an answer that's on my level. Mm. That is more incentive to play. I don't think the open day is aimed at us. Of course. No, 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 no. But that I think that's for me. That's the point why I think we we would actually have something to offer. Yeah. But by the by, by the by, in the ideal world, we'd get our email tomorrow saying, "Hey, we listened to your podcast and you've had a good idea. Do you want to come down?" <laughs> but it won't happen. No, it certainly won't happen. Well, there's stuff now because you, you know, know we haven't got know, time to put something out, and we're going to get pissed anyway. You know what? Personally, I would want to go as a Not, content creator. No, no, I mean I said that. Shall I tell you why? Because you don't I remember. Need to enjoy it. Because I remember when I did AVP launch at Saloon, oh, and I made hell. the pyramid table where it was a hundred aliens and four predators and all that kind of stuff, and it was three four deep, and it was fucking busy mm. all day. I've never worked as hard as I've ever worked on that one particular yeah. day at Saloon. And I've done a few salutes with different tables. That was a brutal fucking day, and it's exactly what it's going to be like at the open day. It's going, going to be, be rammed, bombarded. It's going to be rammed. Stuff. You're going to get fucking weird questions. You're going to get your rivet fucking counters. Oh, that's mm. my, you know, with all your bullshit that they come out with. When when I did, we did uh, Yom Kippur. Yeah. And I had some bloke trying to tell me that the 
the wheels on the T70 or the T55s, I think it was, it was the wrong bogey unit for the model of the tank that was at the Yom Kippur. I went, I just, I just literally turned around to him and went, I don't, I don't give a fuck because I just painted the models. I, I yeah. literally, I don't fucking care. And the bloke, the look on the bloke's face was golden because I was like, I don't give a fuck. It's a war game. It's but, a tabletop. You know, it's toy I mean, soldiers. But, but it's a bit extreme. But I think that for me. I can just see visions of it just being like it's just going to be like. Bang, I'd bang, rather bang, go bang. as us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we, yeah can, we can, we can, we can, spend an hour wandering around, talk to some people. Well, you can take your time. You can, you know, we can take we can a, a few bit of cheap food. pictures. We can do, quite, you know, a cheeky live stream or, you know, like you know, let's take a fucking. Mm-hmm. You know, well, we're false boy. Like, well, fuck you, fuckers. There are of, there are people in the community that we've said for a long time we want to sit down and talk to, mm-hmm. and then the pandemic caused like, but the Mate. pandemic was like. Oh right, okay. Well, we can't get fucking Anvil's Jack up for a weekend of gaming because we'll all we'll fucking we'll all die. die. <laughs> but it was great when Ellis came to Warhammer World, yes. and I, I, I still feel really bad because I I was low key dying that whole day, and I Which felt one like was that was that the one that I was there as well. Yeah. Which one was Ellis? Ellis was the Welsh guy. He's the guy that travels up from Cardiff the on the day. Welsh guy. What was he playing with? Blood Angels. Oh, yeah. We do seem to have an awful lot of fucking Blood Angels players. Yeah. Yeah, Did I you all felt, stop playing Blood Angels? I felt, I felt terrible because I was in a lot of pain and I didn't really talk to him as much as I wanted to. Mm. And like, because I like we interact a lot on Facebook and he's a member of the community that I see yeah. doing a lot of good work. So it's like, I would love to sit down See, properly with Ellis. The necro- no, that's one of the Heralds of Heresy lot. Oh, that's yeah. James Telford. Yeah, I'd love to sit down with Ellis. I'd love to sit down with Anvil's Jack, because obviously we, well, you know, we talk uh, Anvil's of Conor. Speaking of James, it's his birthday today. Happy birthday, James. Happy birthday, James. There are people in the community that I would love to catch ten minutes of and get them on the podcast to say hello. And if they're at take the event, the I've do, got Jen. me voice for a yeah, order. Take the thing we do, if they're at the event, fuck it, let's go. I'm, yeah, I'm down. Oh, okay, hang Let's do that. If you're coming to the event and you want to have a little uh, chat with us from about Fosfex party, we're there. And yeah, there. We no, we can get tickets as well. Oh, yeah, well, well, if we're not there, how did you talk to us? Yeah, Come we on. Get we're getting t-shirts, motherfucker. Yeah. We are going. Oh no, yeah, I'm hoping that I can get a ticket. Well, of course we will. Why not? I don't think it's not. It's not going to be like the open weekend. You know, like the heresy weekends, as there were like seventy-five quid tickets. This is this is like. Warhammer World, wandering I, I around. Think, right, okay. I think we'll have what we had for the open day. Oh, it's going to be like the Black Library celebration. I think there will yeah. be time slots where you buy a ticket where you can be in the exhibition hall mm. and then you can go to Bugman's or whatever. Because there are still there are still COVID restrictions, let's face it. Yeah. Or not restrictions, there are still guidelines. And Games Workshop have been very, very good about following the COVID guidelines all the way through. Mm. Like the, the two times we've been to Games Workshop, I felt very safe in that environment because... You know the staff are wearing masks. They're still, you know, they're they're still disinfecting everything, and the tables are spaced out nicely. So I can see it being like, right, here's ten pound ticket. Here's your like hour and a half window to do all your looking around and your purchasing. Bugman's beer, burger, fuckity off back to someone's house to discuss what we've seen. Ooh. And yeah, we'll sit down with some people okay, if they're there. If we can steal a book while we're there, then we will do. I mean, we won't. <laughs> I'm joking, obviously. <laughs> we will immediately get fucking like hunted down. They will send literal Eversor assassins. They'll do what we did. You know, they'll just put a post out. Goes, yeah, can we have our book back? Uh, bookware, please. But yeah, like if it is time slots, we'll go to a pub nearby and be like, if someone wants to meet up with us, we'll be here for a few hours. But yeah, I mean, overall, I'm probably now more positive about Horace Heresy and everything 
than I have been for numerous years. You know I'm a very kind of cynical person anyway. What's, you? your, what's your new nickname? Rage Noble. Rage Noble. Rage Noble, yeah. But no, I mean, like, I'm very cynical. I always... I my, my outlook is, if I don't get my hopes up, I can't be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Like... Whereas I'm the opposite. I'm just like, bring it, fucking... This is it. I went into that live show being like, it's Praetor. It's a Praetor for a Legion that I don't play. I'm wasting my time staying up. I'm only really staying up so I can take a screen, ga- screen grab of it and put it on the Fosfex page <laughs> and then I'm going to sleep. What actually happened was I got so fucking excited that I couldn't get, couldn't put my lap, put the iPad down until four o'clock, and then I had to turn my phone around because it kept lighting up with people liking the, the and commenting on the on the statuses and stuff. But basically, we're all doing good hobby. We're all super excited about the second edition. If you're salty about Mark Four, shut yeah. the fuck up. It's Mark Six. Mark Six. Uh, well, if you're salty about Mark IV as well. Don't be salty about Mark IV, yeah. it's the best armour, Mark. Mm. But yeah, if you're salty about Mark VI, don't be. If you're salty about not being um, asked as a content creator to go to Warhammer World, don't be. Just enjoy the fucking hobby. Be glad, right, so I think we ought to do a wrap-up of, like, we're... Like, go, we'll go around the table, I'm going to start. Go on. Like, what I've taken from the the, the announcement. Okay. So, one, cinematic, blew my mind, love it. Two... I'm really the the if anything this is the biggest thing for me is that in that announcement they've confirmed that it's based on seventh edition. That was my only real worry. And being as it's based on seventh edition means that it's going to continue very much along the lines of the game that I enjoy now. Three, we've finally got confirmation it's coming. Beyond that, I am more than happy. That is, that that those three points for me are I'm cool. I'm happy. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm hyped. I'm um, I'm just keen now to get know more about what we're getting. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I just want the rules. I want the rules. I want to see the box. Uh, I I want to get my hands on it. I want to start playing games in it. Um, I am my hobby. My Horus Heresy hobby is going to pause until we've got it. Mainly because I don't want to build and paint a load of shit, and I don't think it's going to change that much. If I'm mm. honest, I don't think we're going to see like swathes of stuff invalidated and loads of stuff invalidated. But nevertheless, um, I'll, I'll be su- I'll be super annoyed if I build a specific list and then it do- it doesn't work. So I'm just going to pause everything that's currently on track. Might finish off my militia for um, like um, ultramarines. Uh, but so yes, yeah, so I want to see the rules. Want to see the box. Um, and I am hype for some new Horus Heresy events in in the later on in the year, if not our own, if only if only our own, sorry, I should say. What have I taken from this evening? I don't know. Interesting about the Mark Seven. Six. 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 Can we all pick a number and stick? I think we've got a name for this podcast, haven't we? The one where Ant confuses six for seven. Six for seven. It's Four. like I say, OG firstborn. Um, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's good because obviously everyone's kind of quite frothy about it. I've not seen like on the on the various thirty k Facebook pages, it's gone pretty mental. Some have been a bit more militant than others with regards to what you're allowed to put up and all that kind of stuff, which has made me laugh. But 
God bless Reddit. That's Hashtag all. pissed off beyond belief. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, for me, God bless Reddit because it's a very useful source. Yeah, I wonder if any of these people who are angry about this have noticed the cost of living rise that's going to hit tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag just saying. Hashtag welcome to the fucking new world. Um, yeah, no, from, from, from my perspective, it's good to see enthusiasm back. And, it's, and there's, there's always going to be a little bit of saltiness and bitterness and all that kind of stuff. But for me, I'm I'm pretty much in the same boat as you, Dan. Where I want to see the book, I want to play, I want to know the rules, I want to see what they've done to my beloved twelve, because no doubt there's going to be changes. Some of the stuff in the twelve is like fucking bonkers, like tactical marines with five attacks on the charge. It's like, what the fuck is this? It's nuts. Was it vets? Whichever one it is. Anyway, um, so for me, it's more mechanics, models. That's that's where I'm. Well, that's where I'm at. That's that's what I want to say. That, that gets you moister than an oyster. Yeah, because because it's that. Like I say, I'm a visual person, and I can see. I can sit there and go like, you know, the new tank potentially. What new plastic kits are coming in, and all this kind of stuff. You know, until you said it earlier, I hadn't really thought about it. But you know, if I can sit there and go, well, they're new Mark IV plastic assault marines, or that's new Scimitar bike, or that's a new Outrider bike, or that's the new Sakari, or that's the new, you know, Land Raider, or blah 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 blah, whatever. And I can sit there and go, and I like models, so I go, mm, they're really pretty. Yeah. And then start spapping away in my own special pant time. <laughs> I think for me, it's... So this is a bit of a weird one. It's the prospect of introducing like a whole bunch of people into the narrative side yeah. of Horus Heresy. Yeah. Because the, the reason I enjoy our club campaigns... Is that like I, yeah? I'm playing. I'm playing 30k. We're not doing too much fancy scenario wise at the minute because you know we just we're just playing the game. But there's this overarching plot arc, and yeah, it's only like a framework, and mm. everyone's living inside it. But like we've made our our characters for it. Some of us have done more work than others. Like Nick, for example, has like fleshed his his um his guy out. He's got a name. He's got mm. a backstory. Like he's getting more into the the narrative side of stuff, and I, I'm really interested to see, like a new intake of players, whether they're brand new to the game completely or if they're old AOS or 40k players, who get to um, f- like see a new way of playing the game. Yeah. Because even the events, which are tournaments with hats on, have some element of of narrative to them. Whereas, like, Throne of Schools these days is just a tournament. Yeah. Um, it would be, for me, it would be great for us to have new people join the 69th who have never played Heresy before, who have never um, experienced a proper narrative and go with them to an event or have them come to one of our events yeah. and play the game, in my opinion, the way the game was intended to be played. Yeah. As... A, uh, a a narrative that you can take your like your your characters through and uh, kind of experience the the heresy as if it's as if you're inside like one of the, one of the the stories that's happening mm. around you. Yeah. That that for me is the most exciting thing about the second edition. The fact that it's based on seventh, fucking good times. That's I'm I'm happy about that. It means I don't have to learn too many new rules. If there are funky new rules. Then I'm just going to embrace it because I feel like it's just going to be smoothing out what we what we're probably familiar with. I hope they change the psychic phase. I was about to say if they haven't changed the psychic phase, I might riot. But 
Other than that, like, it'll be just some of those weird interactions that we know about that just won't exist anymore. Yeah. Hopefully, fingers crossed. So but... like the only other time this has happened, and I got this excited about an edition change, was like second edition um, Horde's War Machine into third. Yeah. And they shit the bed so hard that I quit that game. Right. Yeah. So like, bear in mind, I was a I was a press ganger. Like yeah, I was yeah. involved in their like support program. Yeah. And they, they fumbled it so badly that, like, I stopped playing the game. Yeah. So, like, I I haven't seen anything other than the, the, the photo leaks and the trailer. I'm excited, which might be my downfall, because I, as I oh, said... Oh, you said not oh, to get excited. Exactly. Oh, no. Are we going to have to have, a, like, a... Some sort of like get together to kind of support you when you it comes crashing down. Well, the, my worst fear, not my worst fear, my my because my worst fear is clowns. But um, <laughs> I I have an inkling that when they drop the new edition, we're going to have compendiums. Whether it is like a Legion compendium and it's both traitor and loyalist, or it's like a loyalist compendium, oh, traitor a bit, compendium, a bit like Titanicus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then we, we might have. Or Solar Orcs and Militia and Mechanicum. They might, it might just be one really big book. Um, I kind of think that Shattered Legions and Black Shields are going to get left till later on. Because yeah. they're not a widely played force. They're, they're not, not mainstream, integral to the game. are they? No, which is why I've already... And quite frankly, they're not being represented at all in terms of a hobby element either. Like miniatures well, or they anything like that. They're, they're previously. Always, yeah, but it's all... It's just Marines, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah but you know what I mean. Context. It's not like they've got like a character or anything. That's well, they have. Well, not not a miniature character. Yeah, but Lee I, and Reaver. Uh, that hasn't got a miniature. Yet. Has he not? No, no, no. But Endred Har is in the in the siege books. He's a massively popular character. Like fucking Shadrach Medusan, Shattered Legions. I can see them being done later on. Mm. Maybe not at the beginning. But as I said in the 69th, I think if that happens, I'll just run my Black Shields as World Eaters. Good lad. Good chain axes, man. Got to have my chain axes. Right, so Ant, you, Ant's you. coming over to the dark side, aren't you? Well, come on, Ant. Bird is the word. Word burrows. So, I figured, yeah, it's about time I did an actual, a different legion. So, and they're yeah. quite different as well. Yeah, they are very different. Fucking book nerds. Well, the thing is, though, it's only because I was watching Kingdom of Heaven. <laughs> and I like the Saracens, and they were quite good. And I was like, "What is a desert-esque?" Because obviously, each marine legion has got a certain uh, background. And I was like, "What's what's a kind of a, a nomadic, deserty kind of?" And then did you ask down like Middle Eastern-esque type? No, I saw legion. it go down in fucking the 69th. Where and it was like, yeah, these guys are like when when I've, when um, I think someone put up a picture of like all the Mark Six. Armor types and the word bearers went black, and I was like, "Why are they black and not red?" And then obviously, then it all came out, and I was a bit like, "Because mm-hmm. you're thinking early, early." I'm thinking mixed armor, mixed like Crusade era. No, no, no. I'm thinking mixed color scheme. Oh, okay. okay. So you got because some guys in black, some guys in red. Like so at the point where they're kind of starting to turn. Correct. Like, when did you guys um, follow Tonka? Cool. Follow who? Tonka. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got really, really nice um, grey word bearers, like 
really really nice you'll have to send us some links on this one but yeah I'm thinking do, do that'd be quite cool so like yeah. the original colour scheme but with a few units or well, guys that like, like, change their yeah, bar their, I mean, like, the, the, odd, the, odd gee, the odd geezer here and there like, that'd so, be cool so like the vets would be like all red for example with all the script because they're the ones that have probably been introduced into the correct the new way and of thinking like, command elements are, you know some have got like bits of red armour bits of grey armour so kind of a two tone kind of. I like that that's a cool really idea nice, yeah. really cool and then like the vehicles would be the same so some would be red some would be green you convert everything as well in the bin, three D print bits. Yeah, I've got a bunch of word bits. So, so, three, so like you know those chaos esque backpacks I gave you. I do need some more of those. That's, I need to fire with the printer at some point. Don't you worry, man. I've got a bunch. Of well, I was going to say I was going to use those backpacks and stuff like that. Yeah, well, yeah, I've, I've also got um, a part of a patron where he did a bunch of. He does Legion specific upgrade bits, Ooh. and he's done, but he hasn't done all the legions. He has done Iron Warriors, oh. he's done Emperor's Children, he's done Word Bearers, yeah. he's done Alpha Legion. Okay. So I'm just a small bit of extra, other, other hobby that I did. Go on then. What? I created a mission. Oh, oh you did? I, I did a, created a unique mission. Well, should we talk about it next time? Because it's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, uh, it's officially <laughs> April. <laughs> and all this has been a joke. Yeah. What, is it past 12? So we are going to be uh, content creating. Because <laughs> <around. laughs> no. you imagine that. It's like, yeah, by the way, we, uh, we are going to be uh, part of the content creation program. <laughs> I am actually Tony Cottrell. Um, <laughs> but don't forget to do your meter readings then. <laughs> that wasn't the food that Ang got delivered, it was the new rule book. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to believe that and we're going to get smart. No, absolutely not. No. It's just very, very late. Also, who fucking delivers a rule book at midnight? Oh, I guess it's the Maritorial kind of... man. Oh, just yeah. Here you go. I've just gone to Facebook memories. It's four years ago today that I, I went out with the girl from Burton. Oh. Oh my god, I dodged a bullet on that motherfucker. <laughs> That's getting left in. Yeah. Sounds off down. And then nine years ago, apparently I was in a relationship with uh, Isla's mum. Was that nine? Oh, yeah, of course. Fucking yeah. hell. This. Uh... <laughs> Insight into Ant's life was brought to you care of Fosfex Party. <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, transhuman uh, meta beings, have a good evening and stay safe to the next episode. Peace!